last time in the Footfalls of Giants. Your good friend, Reese, appears on the screen. Hello, hello, hello! Oh, y'all look like hell. No, we look great. I thought I looked a lot better. Usually around this time I take my yearly sabbatical. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, well, I have some work I gotta do now. Oh, no, sucks to be you. Well, you know what? I was gonna offer you my place at the uh, Zionisis Resort, but if you don't want to go, I mean, I could probably sell my reservation. If the captain doesn't want it, I'll take it. I'll tell you what, I'll let you use it, but uh, you're gonna have to do me a bit of a favor. I, and anything, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for you letting me use this. So, Galva, unfortunately, you're going to be indisposed for a couple of hours, probably till yeah. it gets a little bit later. The rest of you, mm. would any of you be so inclined to check out the beach? Yes, actually. Yeah. We'll go look at it. A little bit down beach, though, you do hear a bit of a commotion. Not the bad kind of commotion. She'll go over to Zelaya's, kind of like shake him. Huh? What's what? Zelaya's, wake up. Octopus? Mark. Mark? Mark's here. Mark, Mark, Mark with a G with two G's. Two G's. <gasps> it's two A's. <laughs> I don't care. Mark is dressed in the loudest Hawaiian shirt possible and a speedo. He starts pantomiming, and he does a like a triple take when he sees Ao. Ao is just kind of standing there, just with a the biggest shit eating grin on her face, and just very discreetly while people are taking pictures, he's like, "What the hell are you doing here?" I'm on vacay, bro. What are you doing here? That's uh, none of your business, mate. I'm here doing work. Don't tell me you're here for the treasure, too. No. I mean, not really. Actually, no, I'm just on vacation, buddy. I was just saying. We are 100% finding that relic before he is, right? I mean... What's the harm? We can go poking around for it. Welcome back, everybody. As always, we are the Slayrites, and I am your humble DM, Ant. Joining me are the rest of the Slayrites. We've got Scott, Hillary, Teresa, and Holland. This is Session 37, Footfalls of Giants. What do you guys want to do? It is, I'm going to go ahead and say it's like late afternoon at this point. I think at the end of last session, Finch was retreating to the hotel for a bath and a, a stiff drink. <laughs> Fair. This is the hotel that Marg is staying into, right? Yep, it's our hotel. Yep. Perfect. Yep. Okay, that's and- good. <laughs> oh, God. I want to also say, while, while Finch is walking back to the hotel, they get out their, their space phone, they text Galva, they let her know, Marg the Mad is here, Zelias wants to fuck with him, their vacation is ruined, <laughs> it's the end of the world, etc., etc. Oh, is, is Finch breaking into the theatrics? Uh, well, as much as you can through text. You okay. dramatic bitch. Just with like 15 emojis after every text. Yes, they're very <laughs> upset. <laughs> They feel like out of everyone on this very small crew, Galva will understand. Galva doesn't understand. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) So what is Galva's reaction to the news that Marg the Mad is here on Zionisis? I think she's like, huh, that's interesting. And then Finch keeps going on like, um, uh, um. How does Galva respond? Does Galva just respond with like a single emoji? Mm. Yeah, I, I think Finch's texts keep coming until they get a response. So <laughs> they're kind of blowing up your phone a bit. Oh God! I, I think Galva, especially because Galva didn't see like how this encounter went, 
Galvo is like kind of waiting for Fitch to slow down. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Aren't down. <laughs> <laughs> and then eventually Galvo just like types, are, are you okay? So I, I have to clarify, is it spelled out like the word R, the word U, or is it the letter R, the letter U, okay, question mark? I feel like Galva's proper enough that she absolutely uses correct spelling and capitalization. Okay, because those read completely differently. <laughs> like spelled out properly, it's genuinely, oh, are you okay? The letters are that you that okay sound sarcastic. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it's also in character for Galva to be completely misunderstood. But no, she she's genuinely like Finch. Are are you okay? Well, that definitely puts a stop to the deluge of of messages for a few seconds, and then they type yes, followed immediately by no, <laughs> followed immediately again by I don't know. And then finally, they finish it off with a little frowny face, just a, a colon and a parentheses, just the very most basic frowny face. They don't even use the uh, the phone's little fancy emojis. They deliberately use the punctuation emoji. Oh my god. Oh my like god. a civilized individual. Yes. Yeah. Like an adult. So I think Galva, by the way, who I assume is like kind of wrapping up at the forge, like she was she was getting ready to go meet with the others to um. Be like, hey, Captain, look what I made you. Um, and then she was like, reading this, and she's like, <sighs> and, and then just types into the phone, phone where are you? <laughs> Finch will tell her that they're back at the hotel room. They're back at the suite. All right. Gal was going to type back that she'll meet them there. Aww. And start heading that way. All right. Because, uh, unfortunately, she is a good friend. Unfortunately. Yes. Even when she wants to get involved in bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> You have also, you've upgraded some of your equipment. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, I should also point out to the rest of you that there are definitely, like, photos and everything right now going around on, like, social media of the hot giant blacksmith. Oh, oh good. Oh, God. I mean. Sorry, guys. Gamma yeah. had a bit of a turnout. That's fine. So. I mean, I hope we weren't trying that hard to keep a low profile. I don't use space Twitter, so I wouldn't have seen it. Ayo does. She's probably seen it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ayo's already like liked it and, and uh, retweeted or whatever. Nice. Retweeted. What is a low profile? So what would you guys... I mean, Galva, you're heading back to meet up with the crew. Are you guys... Uh, what are you guys doing? She's heading to the hotel. She doesn't know if the captain and Ayo are there. But Finch is having a crisis. And unfortunately, she's good at lending an ear. So I also think I mentioned about, so the suite that you guys are in, there are enough bedrooms for you guys to each have your own room. There is a large spacious bathroom. There is a terrace overlooking the water and whatnot. It is a, a very high-end resort suite, like anything you could possibly want or It has need. four separate rooms? I have a question yeah, about those bedrooms. four separate rooms. Why did Reese need a fucking suite with four separate rooms? Thank you. That's my question. Yes. It actually has six rooms, and Reese likes to use different rooms. What a fucking idiot. Oh my god. <laughs> Just so he doesn't have to make his yeah, bed. Exactly, I was about to say, Reese doesn't have to make his bed, so he'll sleep in one room, and then he's like, oh, this room's dead to me, and then go to another <laughs> one. <laughs> what a fucking aunt. I hate Reese even more. What a stupid dick. What the fuck? Who does that? Makes more work for the poor staff? Does he tend to bring guests back to this room? To be fair, yes. It is also if he wants to bring guests back. Okay, Second fine. of all, he also tips very well. Why is he richer than me? 
uh, because an information broker. Hey, that's bullshit, Ant. <laughs> I am way more infamous than he is. I should have all the space money. Because he didn't just break out of jail with nothing but the clothes on his back. I know, fair. But that's also the thing. <laughs> You're way more infamous than he is. Like, yeah, he's a a shadow broker. My problem is I don't steal enough. <laughs> 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 we should change something. Oh, well. Because he treats you guys fairly doesn't mean he doesn't charge exorbitant prices for everybody else. You know what? That's fine. Yeah. I'm okay with that. He can continue doing his, his bullshit that he yeah. does. So He gets so, a yeah. good friend discount. What an asshole. You get the good friend discount. And yes, he tips exceptionally well. I hope he tips for us. Because I'm not tipping these people. <laughs> I'm joking. Wow. I'm joking. Oh, shit. <laughs> I will. He might get a, a sternly worded letter like you, you've stayed with us every year for the past X amount of years. You didn't tip this time uh, that's, you know, generally frowned upon at this establishment. You know what? It's, it's not fucking. Is it a requirement? No. Then fuck them. It is highly encouraged. It is you should always hits. tip people who serve you in establishments where tipping is a thing in America. But we're not in America, and we're in space. Yeah, we're in space. So, uh... Wait, did you just convince yourself to tip and then talk yourself out of it? Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what I did. <laughs> With no outside influence, you went from that you everyone should tip in America, and then realized that you weren't in America, and told that these, these fictional people <sighs> to go fuck themselves. <laughs> Real talk, though. Tip your waiters. And don't do what Rio did and talk yourself out of it at the last second. <laughs> because then you're an asshole. God, I thought I had a stroke for a second. <laughs> nope. We've been friends for how long? Come on. I know. No better. <laughs> it was just a seamless transition. But okay. Anyway. So yes, there are enough bedrooms for you guys. Because Reese is a slob and doesn't clean up after himself. Oh my god. Wilhelm can have his own room. It is mostly for guests, but if he doesn't have any guests to bring back, he just decides, well, I paid for these rooms, I'm gonna use them. Eh, fair. He's not here for me to judge in person. Wilhelm can have a whole room to himself. But yeah, so, uh, you guys are heading back up to the room? I don't know. Finch left Ao and Zelias on the beach, I'm assuming. Unsupervised. Unsupervised yep. on the beach. They did. Yes, that is true. Finch was going back for, for a stiff drink and a bath. Gal was going to head back and wait for them to come out so they can, you know, be there to, to support Finch in their quest for a vacation. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Ao and Zelias were left on the beach. Do you guys go back or would you I'm like to do something I'm trying to decide that, Antward. Okay, I'm just, I, I am narrating. We were talking a lot of bullshit a minute ago. Yeah, there was a lot of bullshit. Mostly it's my fault. I apologize. Uh, no, it's okay. I take it back. Uh, oh, okay. There we go again. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Should Ao and Elias have a brief conversation about anything that just happened? Maybe. So I think the two of them watch Finch walk away. Mm hmm Like a moment of awkward silence. And then, uh... Did we maybe go after him? Or did we want to look for whatever treasure Mark's going after? Um, well, I mean, just the two of us. I don't know how many people Marg potentially has with him or what. Also, Marg's staying in the same damn hotel as we are, so, I mean, following Doc would be following Marg, technically. That's true. They seemed really annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe, maybe we can go ask what Marg's room is up at the front desk. 
<laughs> yeah, probably. You know what? Yeah, let's do it. But we don't need to go visit him now. We just want to have that in our back pocket. Right, right, right. Well, we might need it later if we ever have to, like, um, not break in to his room, but accidentally think it might be our room and then get oh in through God. the window. <laughs> or, or I'll just pay him a visit, you know, like a normal person with, like, the knocking on the door, like people tend to do, and just, you know, rile him up a bit. But, you know, friendly-like. For fun. Just a friendly visit. Like a friendly visit with no violence. Well, yeah, no violence because this place is expensive <laughs> and I don't want to break anything this time. You know, I do have this glue and some googly eyes left over. <gasps> Ayo, you're like my favorite. <laughs> uh, we should break into his room and find something neat to put it on. Uh, yeah, maybe. We'll, we'll keep that on the back burner for sure. Does he use a sword? Yeah, he's got himself a cutlass. I'm gonna put googly eyes in the hilt of his cutlass. It'll be great. And on the blade. You know what? Why don't you just load the whole thing up with googly eyes? Uh, it, it, it doesn't hit the same. It's gotta be two in the right place. Mmm, you know, that's fair. I don't play a lot of pranks on people. Now, if we wanted to totally load it up, then we need those plastic medazzly jewels. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. Eh, we'll put that on the back burner. Or like glitter powder. Glitter powder. There's gotta be stores around here. Yeah, I think we're getting off track. So this relic, he's after. I mean, if it's not something that we need for moot, I honestly don't really care if he keeps it. That's fine with me. I just want to annoy him. But, I alter the odds it's something we actually need, right? I mean, knowing our luck, it might be. That's what I'm thinking? But at the same time, I'm a little concerned for him. For Marg? I mean, do you think he can actually pull it off? Absolutely not. Does he have any crew here? <laughs> I don't know. I should have asked. Then maybe we'll catch up with him later tonight and I can just bug him. And hey, wait a minute. Actually, I've just had an idea. Yeah. If he doesn't have any crew, we could always volunteer. He can come with us. And then if I have to kill him, I can. We'll kill him. Well, maybe I won't kill him. We can keep him. <laughs> that sounds illegal. Wow. You make him sound like a pet. <laughs> I didn't just make that noise, don't worry. You fucking gremlin. <laughs> he is. Well, either way. But I think right now, let's, uh, I think right now we should probably take it easy. I agree, mostly because Doc seems a little cranky. Yeah, let's not spike his blood pressure too high just yet. Yeah, no, I mean, the other doctor, we kind of need them in. Uh, working order, I suppose? Plus, I yeah. feel like it, it might be in our best interest to convince them to come with us. Yeah. Because I can heal, but not nearly as good as they can. So now, let's head back to the room. We can decide what we want for dinner all together. Sure. Sounds good to me. Uh, let's -a go. Waha! And then we do. All right, so... Ao and Elias are returning to the room to uh, meet up with Finch and Galva to get food. I have a question, though. So you did mention that you were going to try and find out what room Mark was staying in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you do that before you head up, or are you going to convene with everybody first? I mean, we're going to go through the lobby, so we might as well just... Yeah. Go like, okay. Hey, I, I have a message for Marg the Magnanimous. What, what's his room number? The Magnificent Marg the Magnanimous. Or whatever. 
Okay, so who are you going to go to? Going to go to concierge? Yeah. We go to the most important looking spot, Ant. Okay. So you guys uh, you guys head up to the, the front, yeah. and the person at the desk looks over at you and says, Oh, hello there. What can I do for you folks today? Hey. <clears throat> hello. Sorry. Hello. I had some shit in my throat. <laughs> oh, that's okay. It happens sometimes. She pushes a box of tissues your way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I needed a tissue, I guess. I have one now. Well, she slid the box towards you. You can take yep. the box. I, I don't need the whole box. But I take it anyway. <laughs> okay. Because you're I, a pirate. Because I'm a pirate. And that's what they do. <laughs> All right, you, you take the box of tissues. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? She kind of looks at you like, oh, Already oh, going oh, off the rails. Oh, okay, those are gone now. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm going back. But I only need No, one. she didn't say it out loud. That's what she was thinking. Oh, okay. Well, you didn't say that. Okay. <laughs> okay i i have the tissues i mean they're still on the desk i'm not gonna like put them on my arm like a fucking football <laughs> this is getting stupid so actually i was um wanting to inquire about uh a room that a friend of mine is staying in turns out oh. we're happy we just happen to be staying at the same place but he uh oh he ran off before i could ask him how fortuitous what's the name of your friend so these days, he says he's going by the name Marg the Magnanimous. Hmm. Oh, she starts <laughs> typing into the computer. Marg the Magnanimous. That's not his last name. Well, I don't see a, uh, I don't see a Marg. No I don't see a Marg. I don't see a Marg or a Mr. Magnanimous. Uh, Is there a The Mad? I, Mr. The Mad? No. Um, no. The Mad. Two words? The Mad? Yeah. Yeah, it'd be two words. You hear typing the not fully work no, no 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 there's no the mm. mad there's thematic there's a thematic no that that's not right um, no, that sounds silly hmm interesting i don't see a marg or a the mad or magnanimous <laughs> or a the magnanimous so he's that goofy prick's probably going by a different name um that's funny are you sure that marg is his real name he says a lot of shite, so maybe not. Who knows? I know that I saw him on the beach. He was the gnarly looking fellow with the half burned off face, and he's got a a towel from this hotel. Oh, yeah. oh yes. No, I, I, okay, one moment. Let me see here. Giving us all this information. Oh. Oh, Mr. Marginald. <laughs> Marginald. Ao is currently trying so hard just not break out into laughter. What's the last name he gave you? Oh, no, 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 no. That I believe that is his first name. He just gave us the name Marginald. Just the name Marginald. All right, that's fine. Is that spelled with two R's, Ant? Um, it's uh, M-A-A-R-G-I-N-A-L-D. Fabulous. Like Reginald, but, but mar Marginald, but yes. Yeah. Uh, I love it. I'm so happy. Thank you. <laughs> what an asshole. I love him. Beautiful. All right, marginaled. No, that's good. That's kind of like margarine. And I, it's uh, what? I'm tired. <laughs> oh, um, yes. Mm. Uh, would you like me to send uh, Mr. Marginal the message? No, no. I was just wondering uh, what floor is he on? Oh, uh, he is on And I the... guess the room number would help, too. Silly me. A moment here. Let's see. He is on the sixth floor. All right. Room... 612. 612. Okay. That's great. 
Um, did he have anybody else with him, or did he just roll up on his own? Uh, well, I believe he checked in by himself. All right. And uh, I don't know if he has anyone else here, but uh, again, I could send Mr. Marginal a uh, message that you were... Uh, actually, may I ask who's inquiring? So, okay, out of character. We never gave these people our, our names, right? Or did we? But we checked in with Reese's name. Reese transferred the reservations to you, but presumably under an alias. Okay, okay. What's the alias? Would he not have told me that? I left it open for you, because it would have been something that he would have known that you would go by. <laughs> so make up another name. I guess Tommy Tostino is back, or whatever. No, Tommy Tostino's not back, don't worry. Okay. <laughs> I don't like the laughing, though. <laughs> I am concerned. Trying to come up with something good. Con Shonery again? No, you've used that one already. Con Shonery was good. I can't, I can't double dip. Hmm. It has to be something as good as marginal. It really does. <laughs> okay, so uh, what did she say to me? May I ask who is inquiring? Or who, uh, who can I send the message was, was looking for? Something along those lines. I something forgot like exactly that. what something it was. Like that, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, no, you can tell him it's from his, uh, his old buddy, um, Zachary Meows. I need you to roll me persuasion for Zachary fucking Meows. <laughs> Listen, I'll spell meows for you in a minute. That's fine. I just need you to roll me persuasion for Zachary fucking meows. <laughs> oh, this is good. Oh, it's plus seven? Okay, hang on. Oh my god, I forgot you were good at this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sorcerer. So that's 17 plus seven, that's a 24. Okay, hold on. I'm going to make a basic-ass insight roll because this person is... Now Basic. listen, if we're in here and that's the name that our fucking room is under, she's got no choice but to believe me. It doesn't matter. It's a three. Good. You could have fucking said your name was Elvis and she would have believed you. All right. So she's okay. Zachary Meows. meows. How, how do you spell that? So Zachary, like the normal spelling of Zachary. Right. Uh, M-Y-O-U-Z. Meows. M-Y-O-U-Z. Oh, that's very exotic. <laughs> so his okay. name starts with a Z and ends with a Z. Oh my god. <laughs> M-Y-O-U-Z. That's very exotic. Okay, Mr. Sure. Meows. 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 Would you like me to send a message up to Mr. Marginal's room to let him know that uh, you were inquiring for him? Um, I don't really have a message for him right now. We just got here today. Okay. I'll send him like a smiley face emoji. Just, you know. I will send him a smiley face emoji. Oh, perfect, perfect. I love that. I would like to let you know, you don't know this, but what is is actually smiley face emoji typed out. <laughs> <laughs> That's even better, honestly. So she puts it in the system and she says, okay, and that message will be delivered right away. Oh, perfect. Is there anything else I can do for you, Mr. Meows? Uh, no, actually, we're doing great. Um, that'll be all. Thank you. Keep up the good work. Thank you very much. I do finger guns and then I depart. Unless unless Ao had something else to say. No. <laughs> Zelias had that pretty well under control. Oh, wonderful. She waves. Toodles. Bye. All right. What a nice lady. <laughs> Upstairs, Marg gets a little message on like the little intercom of the radio, and he checks it, and it just says smiley face emoji. And he just goes, <laughs> what the? Ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he figured it out so fast is kind of impressive. Uh, is it? <laughs> who else would be doing this yeah, Who the fuck else would be doing yeah. this? <laughs> that is true. Nobody. All right. 
So uh, you head upstairs after finding out uh, where where Marginal is staying. Fucking okay. Marginal. <laughs> Fucking Marginal. Is that his real name or just an alias? Uh, you'll have to ask him about that. I will. <laughs> I will. I can't wait. But first. All right. So you head up to the room. What's Finch doing? Is Finch in the bath? Yeah, Finch is in the bath. Finch is just wasted no time. Got a stiff drink. Got in the bath. Yep. All right. And I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say that Galva, you probably show up not too much later. Mm-hmm. Galva, you, you can get there first. In fact, while you guys were dicking around with the concierge, Galva would have, would have made her way up to the room. All right. And I think Galva comes into the room and sees that it seems that nobody is here because Finch is taking a bath and kind of just like, well, all right, and just sits and waits patiently. Stands awkwardly in place. Oh, no. no. She takes a seat. Still awkward since it's her own hotel room. Okay. She sits down. It turns out she sits down right next to Wilhelm. Finch left him on the couch. Bummer. I mean, we could do that. Yeah. It's up to you guys. I'm okay with it. I'm the one that plays Wilhelm, so I could do that. I enjoy Wilhelm. I'm always down to hear Wilhelm chat with the crew. I love Willie. All right. All right, then. So, Galva, you go to plop yourself down on the couch, and I don't... You know what? Give me a quick perception roll to see if you realize that Wilhelm is there. Uh-oh. <laughs> Probably not. Okay, that is a... It's 11. Huh. Uh, we're going to make a quick roll here. <laughs> Does Wilhelm notice Galva? Does Wilhelm realize there's a big ass getting ready to sit right on him? Oh, man, how do I want to play this? How tired is Galva right now? <laughs> um, let's see. I mean, I don't think she's exhausted, but she was just doing the little Ford show for a while. Um, right. So, I mean, I think she's like, after you've had a nice good workout, you know? Right. Not exhausted, but, you know, just, you've worked up a good sweat. So, yeah, you obviously don't like plop yourself down on the couch, but you go to sit and you're a little out of it. That, that sort of post-workout haze. Mm-hmm. And you go to sit. And you just hear from behind you on the couch go, beep, 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 beep. Uh, uh, I, I, sorry, I, I, I didn't see you there. I, what, um, hello, Wilhelm. She says in the beautifully graceful recovery. Nailed it. So after Galber responds to him, he's like, no, it's all right. Uh, I don't, I don't exude a, a, a very lively presence if you get my meaning, but, uh, Hey, uh, you all right? Yeah, I, I've just, I've been doing some work. Um, yeah, is, you, re- you realize you're on vacation, right? You know, work, vacation, they don't usually... It's work I wanted to do. Um, that's, I mean, work and is still work, whether you want to do it or not. I'm just, you know. You're one of those people that don't know how to unwind, are you, Galva? I've been told that. Um, is Finch here? They seemed like they were... Oh, yeah, Finchie's taking a long bath. Right, they seemed... Yeah, between you and me, they need it. Is it that bad? We've been here for less than a day. Uh, well, to be fair, this isn't, uh, this isn't just from today. This is, you, uh, you know how, like, uh, well, you know how, like, vacation days stack up over a while, like, over a course of, uh, a couple of months or years? Sure. Yeah, uh, that's kind of what's happening to Finchy Boy, except instead of vacation days, it's just stress. Hmm. So, this is overdue. Oh, without a doubt. Plus, uh, I mean, this place is pretty ritzy, and you know, even uh, 
you know, Finchie might have been a doctor, but uh, even affording something like this is a little, little above their pay grade. So it's a, kind of a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to be able to live the lifestyle of the rich and kind of square. Well, if we keep doing work for Reese, it might just be the first in a lifetime. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure I could get behind that, but uh, I don't know. Captain doesn't seem to like doing uh, favors for Reese all that often. Yeah, they seem to have some kind of history. Yeah. So, Galva like pulls out the text to try and like reread the deluge of information <laughs> and emojis that she was sent. I think uh, as you're scrolling through the texts, Wilhelm just kind of floats his way up to perch above your shoulder. That's fine. Yeah, like, right, what you got there? Uh, this is. I was just checking what Finch was saying before. Um, oh yeah, about Finchy was kind of hard being here. Text him pretty frantically. Yeah, Mog's here. Small universe, huh? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess this is some one way that he can keep out of trouble. I, I didn't realize that Finch found Mark to be so traumatic. Um, I, I don't know if it's because Mark is like traumatizing. I think it's more along the lines of our captain is an engine of spite. <laughs> well, yeah, but. In a fun way. Well, yeah, but Marg's literal existence is like, you know, a spoke in the bicycle wheels. So uh, I feel like Captain just can't resist the urge to screw with him. And Marg is, uh, well, Marg is Marg. All right. So what's the problem? If he, we're on vacation and it sounds like the Captain's just having fun. Well, okay. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. So I'm not disagreeing with you, but. Uh, well, Finchie's idea of fun was talking to guys like me. Mm -hmm. uh, Finchie's level of fun is a, a, a good book, a nice drink, and a, and a nice eight hours of sleep, maybe ten, you know, if you're feeling adventurous. Relatable. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Finchie's not really uh, up for, you know, screwing with people as part of their fun. And, uh, well, ever since... They got arrested. It's been kind of one crazy hijink and Explodapalooza into the next. Sure. That's Explodapalooza is a pretty good well, word yeah. to just describe all our events. I mean, we just, there was the undead space station and Cap mm -hmm. almost got eaten by a dinosaur. And mm -hmm. uh, then there was the Shark Man. And, you know, <laughs> this, you know, you got, for the last, last couple of months, you guys have really, uh, really been at it. This is the first time since they got arrested that they've had a uh, even a quiet night that wasn't uh, uncertain, if you get what I mean. I guess I get it. So I think, you know, this sort of peace and quiet that they've been really needing, this sort of sense of stability with the idea of Mog being here and uh, Captain being Captain, it's uh, kind of endangered something that they were really looking forward to. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, listen... I, I know Finchie could be a little, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here, uh, a little high-strung. But, uh, you know, once they're done with their bath, they're going to come out. They're going to probably have a little bit more of a perspective on things. You know, that's how they operate. So don't worry too much about it. Finchie will be fine. And uh, maybe don't blow up the building. Not you. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, don't kickstart a chain of events that will inevitably lead to the destruction of this resort. Well, yeah, but 
<laughs> smash cut to meanwhile, Zelias and Ao just found out about marginals. <laughs> <laughs> and then smash cut back. <laughs> All right. Well, this is why I always end up working on vacations. All right. Um. <laughs> All right. I'm sure there's some way that we can make sure that the captain can have his fun without intruding on finches. It can't be that hard. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's absolutely a compromise. It's just we got to make sure that, you know, Finchy has their time to be Finchy. Right. I, I can probably help with that. Yeah, see, it's not that hard. It sounds like it's already off to a bad start, though. Um, I, I mean, I didn't think Finch the type to look at all these emoji. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you gotta understand, Galway. This is a bit of a, a emoji backup. Mm. I mean, this is something that they've kind of been sitting on. You could tell for a long time. Like you know, when you got a just a, a a string of bad news, and the, there's that final straw, and then all the just the anger emojis just come pouring out of you. I've had experiences like that. Not really emojis, but. Yeah, I, I think I got your sign. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're stony-faced. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Damn. <sighs> All right. Is he wrong? Nope. He's no. not wrong, and that's why Gal is not arguing it. Uh, look, it, listen. Once Finchie has their bath, you'll see. They'll come out. They're going to be uh, a whole new person, and they're going to be able to take these things with a bit of a grain of salt. But, you know, let's just keep in mind that Finchie's not the most exciting person. That's a very kind way to put yeah. that. <laughs> when given the choice between a roller coaster and a nap, Finchie is a nap. So I think Galva's like, yeah, uh, I I think things are going to be all right. But also, as she's saying that, like, do they, like, this is a resort. Do they have just the spread of pamphlets that they um put out at, like, on, oh, like, yeah. the, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Galva's just going to, Start looking through those, see if there's, like, anything like spa, maybe just a walk-in therapist. Like, <laughs> so, so the great thing about Zionysis is because of various forms of magic and climate control and everything like that, mm -hmm. there's somewhere on Zionysis that has everything that, you know, anyone could want. Like I said, there's large shopping structures, like multi-level shopping structures for people mm -hmm. who like to go on vacation and just shop. There's a ski resort on each of the poles. There is... Just really like temperate golf courses, and there's amusement parks and water parks and uh, spas. Anything that anyone could want to do for fun exists on Zionysis. Sure. There's just a hotel where you can go and nap. Oh, sure. Fuck yes, nap hotel, baby. Yep. So, what do you think? Could we talk attention to doing like maybe one of these yoga sessions? Uh, Let's see here. Go, go, go through the pamphlets. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what's. Uh, let's see what some of Finchie's speed is. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Ultimate frisbee. Nah. No. Uh, let's see. Oh, oh, here's one. Here's one. Kitten therapy. <laughs> I mean, you, you literally just sit in a room and pet cats. Oh, it's one of those cat hotels. I have a quick uh, question. What? How thin are the walls? Um, they're not very thin. Okay. There is some pretty expert soundproofing in these suites. 
That's good. I would hope so. Because of the level of privacy that the clientele often wishes because of how wealthy they are. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the soundproofing is, is top-notch. So Finch isn't just listening to this conversation from the bathroom? Nope. Nope. Although I, I, I do imagine they might have like headphones on or something like in that, that in the hub. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if not headphones, they've got maybe like a little music player. They've got some, some soothing music playing on their phone or something. I was going to say, are they getting caught up on a podcast that maybe they listen to? Ooh, maybe, yeah. <laughs> Just some sort of true crime podcast. <laughs> we are the true crime. Something about dead things. Oh, there we go. It's Ask a Mortician. <laughs> there in we space. go. Space Mortician. Death in the afternoon in space. But yeah, Finch is listening to a podcast. They're getting caught up and just having a nice little bath. There we go. They have cat hotels. They have llama walks. They have... Let's see, there's... Oh, I mean, there's some basket weaving. I don't know. Let's see how Fenchy feels about that. Maybe. Might want to try it. It's calming. Yeah, I feel like something that's both relaxing, takes up a lot of time, and just generally isn't likely to cross our path might be the easiest way to um, make sure that they aren't stressed out by whatever the captain's up to. Wow, look at this. There's a coffee bar. You sample all types of coffee from across the galaxy. That sounds fun. I want to go there. Do they have, like, coffee tastings? Like, wine tastings? That could be perfect. Yeah. Can you imagine Finch hopped off on that much caffeine? <laughs> <laughs> no, can you imagine Ao being dragged along? Oh, good. <laughs> oh, my God. Ao's literally glowing. Oh, she's radioactive. Okay, but I would say that Finch has such a high tolerance for caffeine, no one would notice any difference. <laughs> yeah. That sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Plus, oh. it's tasting. They probably give you, like, small samples, like, when they do uh, your wine tasting. Yeah, you don't yeah. go to a wine tasting to get trashed, so. Maybe you don't. Yeah, so I think, actually, Galvilla kind of identifies a couple of options from these pamphlets, kind of sits them aside to just, at some point, try to inconspicuously drop them in front of Finch, a.k.a. it's going to be super conspicuous. Oh, hey, Galva, look at this. They do a blacksmithing show. It, I I might have heard something about that. Oh, that sounds interesting. Um, you probably show them a thing or two. Probably. Um, if I had eyebrows, I'd be waggling at you. Uh, I'll try to take that as a compliment. Um, it was. Mm. Right, anyway. Waggle, waggle, waggle. Oh. <sighs> Galva kind of strums her hand on the counter and she's like, the thing is, too, that um, I don't know if it would really be a great idea for Finch to only do things alone. I mean, we are a crew and I do think Galva kind of thinks about it and decides, you know what, she can level with Wilhelm. What's he going to do? <laughs> oh, no, he has no arms. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of get the impression with Finch. Please feel to correct me if I'm wrong, but Finch and, you know, even Ao, I don't think they have spent a lot of time as part of a crew like this before, and it does kind of show at times. You're absolutely right. Uh, the crew that Finch used to roll with back at the uh, hospital was dead. <laughs> That's so depressing. And when they were in school and had to do fucking group projects... You know they wanted to commit murder. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, look, Finchie could absolutely be a team player, but they, uh, sure. they, they've never, they're not the most uh, extroverted person. 
they uh, they prefer you know calm and quiet and, and keep to themselves. And this kind of this lifestyle is completely antithetical to everything that they've known. Mm-hmm. You got, I mean, yeah, especially Finchy, they used to kind of rolling at their own pace, but uh, you know, we've only been together for a couple of months. Well, sure, that's not really what I was talking about, though. Oh no, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, the same thing for for Ao. I mean, mm-hmm. Ao and Finchy move at two opposite paces completely, but they really do. You know, Ella looks like she's getting a headache just thinking about <laughs> it. She is the kindergarten teacher and has to deal with the anyway. <laughs> but uh, you know, I think the one thing you got to remember is, yeah, absolutely, we should do things as a team and as a crew, but. Uh, mm-hmm. A team is still made up of individuals, and if you don't let those individuals be individual, then, uh, you know, they come to resent the team. Oh, yeah. That's kind of what I'm talking about, too. Yeah. I think since, like, there's nobody here but a skull. Waka waka. Finch is still taking a nice long bath, and you know what? God bless him for it. I think Galva's going to stand up, and she's just going to pour herself, like, a drink from... I don't know if there's just water, if there's, like, a bar that she can help herself to. There's a mini bar. Nice. All right, she's going to pour herself a drink. And she's like, the thing is that, from what I've seen with Finch, they don't... I'm I'm not saying they have to go along with what everyone else wants, but... And I know it's a difficult thing, but it seems like they're still learning to have faith in the rest of us, you know? Not just that Galva pauses to think about it for a moment to try it. Because this isn't something that she's actually verbalized to anyone, obviously. No. Yes. I think one thing that I'm hoping that Finch will start to learn is that, you know, things are going to go wrong. That doesn't mean that everything is wrong. That, you know, even if we make mistakes that we together as a group are usually going to get through it one way or another and it'll be fine that doesn't make any sense does it so wilhelm's quiet for a moment and then says well uh forgive me if i'm uh speaking out of turn here galva but mm-hmm. uh it seems seems to this old skull here that it bothers you when people don't uh have faith in you and what you're what you're trying to i mean you're trying to look after everybody and it feels like you're so worried about the team dynamic, and I feel like you're taking responsibility for that when it's not necessarily your responsibility. Well, I mean, Galva kind of leans back thinking about it. Maybe it's not, but it's not just me that I that I want people to have faith in. I, I think... Well, that's not necessarily what I meant. I meant to say that uh, you take it a little more personally when uh, when the team isn't as synchronized i mean maybe a little but i also it's not that i'm holding it against anybody i just think no, that no, of course not it's something i do hope that people are going to learn i do have faith that they are going to learn it galva says like giving wilhelm a look like hey i'm not that hypocritical mm-hmm. but you know i think I, I, it's i think it's important i don't think I should be making excuses for that. So Wilhelm kind of scoffs and he's like, all right, I don't think you're making excuses or anything for anybody. I think, I just think that you're so worried about what we have falling apart that, well, uh, can I ask you a personal question, Galva? 
I mean, you can ask it. Galvatos <laughs> giving him a look like, depending on the question, she may or may not. Fair enough. No, that, that's that's fair. Uh, I'm just kind of going out on a limb here, but uh, have you ever lost anybody? The longest silence ever. <laughs> <laughs> Galva takes a long drink and she's like, I mean, I think everybody's lost a couple of people. That's a pretty good deflection, you know what I mean. Look, I'm not going to make you answer if you don't want to, but if I'm being honest, what it sounds like here is that you're you're worried that well, we all got a good thing here, you know. Mm-hmm. Despite all of our idiosyncrasies, we all kind of jive pretty well together, which is, by all accounts, seemingly impossible. But we make it work. We're a good team, and yeah. I think we really are. I think that somewhere deep down, you're afraid something's going to happen to that team, and you don't want to lose it. And I think that's normal. I think it's an interesting theory. We'll keep it at that. Yes. Let's keep it at that. This has been your sessions with Wilhelm the Therapy Skull. (laughs) (laughs) That's just a theory. A game theory. (laughs) I love Wilhelm the Therapy Skull. Priest, you're for group therapy. You're all just going to pass Wilhelm around the Therapy Skull. I mean, pretty much. (laughs) When you hold the Therapy Skull, it's your turn to talk. Mm -hmm. I think by that point, though, there's been a lot that's been discussed. I think it's fair to say that somebody should probably have finished at the concierge's death by now. Either finished at the concierge or Finch is done with their bath. So I, I think um, the moment they finish talking, there's kind of an awkward silence falling over the room. All of a sudden, Ao kicks in the door. Oh, God. Guys, did you know Marv's real name? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what? Ao, honey, there's a doorknob. It's marginaled. What? That's What? That's not a real name. What? What are you, what are you talking about? It could be a, a fucking alias. I want it to be real, though. So we, we went to the front desk and wanted to find out where Marg was staying. Right. Turns out the name he had booked the room under? Marginaled. Fucking marginaled. <laughs> huh. Kind of brilliant if you think about it. No one would ever guess that it's him. <laughs> would they? Uh- That's sarcasm. So, Marg is here, huh? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Finch messaged me something about that. Um, oh, really? How is he doing? Marg? I don't know. I didn't talk to him. Oh, it it, sound, it sounded like you... Galva pulls out her phone and starts scrolling through. I mean, we talked to him on the beach for a little bit. Uh, he was telling the story and we helped correct his story. Oh, yeah. How would Finch have described that? Would would Finch have described it as bullying or just <laughs> <laughs> barely bullying? We were very nice to Marg. Well, it was a little bullying. Mm, fuck him. How would Finch have described it? I don't think they would have used strong descriptors. I think they would have just done more of a blow by blow. Okay. Like you know, Zelias did this, and then Marg reacted like this, and then this happened, and then and so on. Yeah. So it sounded from what. Finch said, like, you two exchanged a lot of words. Well, we got some pictures taken with some weird gawkers, but mm. it didn't go poorly, I don't think. Mark mm. said that he's here looking for a, for a relic. Galva perks up a bit. Well, he, he didn't say anything else. What? What kind of relic? He doesn't fucking know. It's Marg. <laughs> didn't really get a chance to grill him. I didn't want to, you know, bug him too much. Yet. 
we figure we can help him later, but right now, I think we should take some time to relax a little. And she looks over towards, like, the bathroom where Finch is taking a bath. Hog in the fucking bathroom. Yeah. There's probably more than one bathroom. Maybe. And. Um, there's a smaller bathroom. So, you said help him. Are we actually going to help him? I don't know yet. I mean, I think we'll help him find it. Alright, no, that, that's making sure that we're on the same page here. Sure, sure, we just... I think Galva should roll insight on that. I mean, uh, she's helping... Yeah. She, she doesn't want to actually help him. I Fair. Oh, no, that's a three. She thinks we're actually going to be beneficial and help him. <laughs> eh, I mean, depending on how it goes and... Depending on how we feel. Depending on if it's something we need for moot. If it's not, then I don't care. You guys can fight Martin for it. <laughs> but we'll, we'll get to that when we come for it. Or something like that. I mean, if we're helping him with something like that, we better get something out of it. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. Vacation first, work later. Hmm. Yes, that one. Which it looks like you didn't take to heart very much. What are you talking about? So at that, Ale will bring up her phone, pull up like a squeaker or something. <laughs> squeaker, <laughs> I like it. Face Twitter, whatever. And it just show Galva a video of her uh, just intensely working at the forge. The particular post she has pulled up has like a million little hearts on it. Oh my god. Like some person is uh, clearly has this big old crush on Galva. Well, who wouldn't look at her? She's perfect. That's fair. Yeah. I, I'm indulging in a hobby. How is this not vacation? I mean... Fair! Let me see that video. I mean, if you enjoyed it. Did you make anything good? I'd like to think so. Galva, at this point, takes this opportunity to, first off, take Facet off of her belt and lay it out for them to take a look at. Ooh. Check out that sweet crimson edge to the blade now. Dope. Oh, it's getting more and more anime. <laughs> but like in a cool way that's fancy damn Th thank you um and i did also finish that work that you wanted on your sword she said and she she takes i feel like she wouldn't have just shoved the other sword in the bag of holding but kind of set it off to the side when she got to the room right and i think you know how like when you work on something you're like oh yeah this is awesome i can't wait to show everyone and yeah. then you get the opportunity to show everyone, and suddenly you're incredibly self-conscious about everything about it. Yes. Uh, relatable. She picks it up, and she approaches Elias with it, and she's like, she kind of looks like she wants to say something, and then she just sort of, like, self-consciously sets it down in front of him. He looks impressed. He makes that noise. <laughs> <laughs> he picks it up and starts swinging it around. And not a people. Damn, that's cool! Look at that! Oh, that feels good! Swing, swing. Swish, swish. Chops Ayo's head off. Yeah, no. He doesn't no. chop Ayo's head off. That's terrible. <laughs> chops Wilhelm's head off. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happens. <laughs> that is fantastic. Thank you so much. Look at this. Ayo, my sword. Oh, that's a cool sword. That's a cool sword. Um, I, I, I hope you don't mind that I, um... And she points out where she etched the giant rune into it. Ooh! What's that mean? Um, it means dragon, or, well, worm, but dragon, the giant word for dragon. <laughs> it means worm? Yeah. Dra dragon worm. Yeah, W-Y-R-M. Oh, that, worm. yeah, yes. yeah, oh, yes. no, that's perfect. No, I love it, this is great, thank you. You're welcome. 
Um, and I mean, if there's anything else that, and she like looks at the captain first, but also like turns to Ao, and even Wilhelm, why not? If there's anything else that you guys want me to work on, I, I mean, we still don't have any access to a forge on the ship itself, so. Well, one of these days I'll get you something set up. Thank you, but for now, I, this would be a good opportunity. Fair enough. I mean, so long as you don't mind doing it. I do not mind doing it. All right. Well, I don't have anything personally, but uh, I guess we'll see if Doc does, and if not, Ao, Wilhelm, Moot's on the ship. So can't ask uh, Moot, but that's all right. Good talk, everyone. Baba rubs her neck. I wonder if there is something we can do for Moot while we're here. Well, we might need to get him a souvenir. Absolutely. Well, I what mean, is, what is Moot like? <laughs> we could call Moot the relics. I think. Right, well, I mean, uh, if this thing with Morg goes a certain way, then uh, we might be able to hook Moot up with something fancy. We'll see. Well, we gotta figure out what the relic is first. Yeah, I don't just take it and give it to Moot anyway. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. I, I haven't decided. I'm, I'm a little up in the air today. Noted. <laughs> I mean, it seems like you're having a good time so far. It's not bad. That that's all I got. It's not bad. I haven't really done anything exciting yet. Well, Marg was a little exciting. I was very happy to see Marg. <laughs> but like vacation stuff, I sat on a beach with some sand earlier, and that was that was about it. I don't vacation. Can you tell? <laughs> well, uh, there's a lot of pamphlets here for all types of things you could do. Ooh, let's see. We. Oh, and um, that forge I was at. I was actually able to get some recommendations on um, some of the shops we should go to and places we can eat. Oh, I do like food. That are probably a little better than some of the more, um, what's the word? Um, touristy? Touristy, yes. Mm. Some of the more touristy there. All right. Sounds like a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it is a thing. I love things. All right. We've got part of a plan almost. And, I mean, we could start making some arrangements for dinner once Finch is, um, Finch has been in there a while. Done yeah. with the self-care. Yeah, I mean... Little do you know, Finch has no intention of ever leaving the bath. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, relatable. I mean, and I'm not saying that we should brush them, it's just, they've been in there a while. I mean, considering what we just went through, mm. I don't blame them for wanting to take some time yeah sure. yeah no same i don't want to bother them if they're having a bath mm. Ugh, i mean if it goes on for another hour we might want to check in and make sure they didn't drown <laughs> <laughs> we don't need a dead cleric oh god actually in the meantime so what is the plan for helping Mark? we don't have one yet all right well I just ran into him today. I figured at some point I can just go to his room and ask if he even has a crew here. That's a good question. Because um, if not, we can weasel our way in. But also, I don't really want to make that kind of decision until everyone is here and can uh, input. Inputs. I feel like, I, I'm just saying, I, I feel like Finch's input is going to be maybe don't. And I mean, that's fine. It's still input and it's still valid. You know, that's fair. 
And if they don't want to do it, maybe we can work out something else where they can just chill and have a vacation. And whoever wants to do the Marg thing can do the Marg thing. We'll see what happens. We got time. Yeah, we'll see. Right, we'll see. I'm hungry. I think after an hour or so, they will go up and knock on the door. Yeah. Hey, Doc, you're not drowned in there, are you? Are you dead? Roll me. Uh, hold on. I need uh-huh. Finch to roll me perception with disadvantage. Does Finch have headphones on in the bath? No, they've got their phone, but okay. they might just be zoning out. Okay, so that's a. Oh. Uh, 16. I think you hear the knocking. Let me ask you this, Finch. How are you feeling after your very long bath? Um, I'm going to roll a relax check. Okay. <laughs> How chill is Finch? Okay, so I rolled a base 12. Should I add anything to that? No, I wouldn't roll anything just because of everything that's happened. Plus, now that you... I, I'm sure Finch is plenty stressed because Marg is here. Mm-hmm. Oh, that motherfucker. Yeah. Well, Finch had a good point. You know, Marg could just call the Adamantine Authority and be like, Hey, I've got a hot tip. Yep. And then the Adamantine Authority would be like, Oh, baby. I get it. Oh, baby. Thanks for the hot tip. So, um, well, I guess we're going to ignore Ant's side quest. Well, I mean, I, I'm going to say with a 12, Finch's stress level is back down to normal, which is to say <laughs> it's still pretty high, but that's normal for Finch, so it's manageable. Oh, goody. So when Ao asks if Finch is drowned, they do reply, no, not for lack of trying. <laughs> oh, God. Well, that's maudlin. Please don't drown yourself. I won't. Um, actually, I'll I'll finish up. I've been in here for a while anyway, I suppose. Is everything alright? Everything's fine. We're just, we just need your help deciding uh, what we want to do next. You've been in there for six hours. You're all pruney. <laughs> I don't think it's been six hours. Also, we don't want you to miss dinner. I'm joking. Also, they're a shapeshifter. They, they can just not be pruney. <gasps> True. They can hide the prune. What a dope power. They could just wring themselves out like a towel. Oh, <laughs> weird. God, weird. Holy shit, that's terrible. That's weird. a mental image I didn't need. Don't come out, you're weird. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I'm kidding. All right, sorry. I'll, I'll be out in, in just a minute. And Finch will begin the process of extracting themselves from the bathtub and drying off and etc. Fascinating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some, some great role, great play. role play. Gotta love that. So I guess they emerge from the bathroom wrapped in one of the fuzzy hotel robes and everyone's just sitting around staring at them? No, because that's weird. Probably not at them, just like vibing in the room. We might be having a, <clears throat> a chit-chat. Like, oh, we're not okay. all fucking weirdos. I mean, we are. You but, are. But not in that way. Going through some of the pamphlets? Yeah! It was probably like lying across the coffee table with some of the pamphlets. Laying on her tummy, kicking her feet in the air. Mm-hmm. Aw, she's cute. There are so many of them. There's just... She's made a nest out of them. I think she's got them sort of like, like stuff they might want to do, stuff that's no, stuff to look into, things like that. I'm stacking up pamphlets on back of, on the back of AO and seeing how many I can stack before she does the thing the cats do. Like and a gets cat up. stack? Oh, yeah, perfect. Oh exactly. I'm, sta- I'm stacking <laughs> stuff on my cat, but it's AO. Ayo's probably noticed, but just wants to see how high Elias can get it. Yeah, he'll do so a good she's job. she's staying still. She's cooperating. <laughs> Teamwork. Aww. Teamwork. Makes the dream work. It's a team-building exercise. Yeah! Aww. They do have team-building exercises in this pamphlet. That's weird. 
Oh no, it's like a rope horse. Probably not the right makeup. That we we got some very very weird sized people for something like a rope. Horse. I think we'd break the rope course in one way or another. Probably you would just fly over. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a legitimate strategy. Uh, it, I could set a world record. Yeah. What if there's a prize? I don't think that's the point of it. But actually, let me oh. see. Vacation world. Kyle starts reading it too if there's a prize for the rope course. <laughs> <laughs> for you never know. For having built the best team. Well, guys, look, there's an escape room. Wait, no, that's a bad idea. We just did one of those, only it was hell. You know, you have a point. Never want to see another one of those again. Oh, God, there is one, and it is zombie-themed. No! No, thank you. Oh, look who's out of the bath. Yes, hello, it's me. I'm out of the bath. Hooray! Um, we're looking at paper. You want to join us? I, I do, actually, because I, I wanted to look at those as well. All right. So Finch actually seems a little animated and a little interested, and they sit down and they join the group. Oh, good. Yay. I think Zelias is maybe a little relieved. Not outwardly, because he's a weirdo, but... Yeah. So weirdo. You... Little Sundetter weirdo. Some kind of fucking weirdo. And you said Finch was the creepy one. I know, right? They're all creepy. In one way <laughs> or another. They're all creepy in their own way. They're all a bunch of weirdos. They're just a bunch of creeps. We're just not good at interacting with each other or anyone else. <laughs> well, I take that back. Zelias is great at interacting with other people, but when it comes to you guys that he actually likes, it's awkward. Yeah. Why? I don't fucking know. Precious. Was Zelias like this with uh, with his old crew? You know, maybe, but to a lesser extent because he knew him longer. Okay. And maybe it just depends on who. Yeah, I just I was just like, curious crewmates he had around for a longer time maybe it was a lot more natural feeling a little less yes. of whatever the fuck this is but when he'd get somebody new on board i don't know it would be uh he would try to just be in captain mode around those people i think uh-huh trying to make a good impression before that person before realized he ruins it before they realize that zelias van zarlin is a fucking dork ass nerd <laughs> dork. <laughs> <laughs> okay fair so yeah what do you guys want to do you said you guys are gonna order food are we gonna go get food are we gonna go to food let's go to a food like i guess we're gonna go to food okay like you know a vacation go to a super authentic orcish barbecue oh i haven't had orcish barbecue in ages that sounds wonderful Ooh. so unless you guys have something that you wish to talk about over dinner we're gonna jump ahead that's fair and trying to okay. take our roleplay away. Wow. Well, do you guys want to roleplay eating uh, Mongolian orc barbecue? I no. actually want to do that in real life. I want to eat <laughs> yeah. Mongolian barbecue, but... Roleplaying it'll really. just make me sad because I can't do it in real exactly. life. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. fair. That's what I thought. Suck <laughs> <laughs> my whole butt, Antward. Wow. <laughs> Antward. That's just as dumb as fucking marginal. I know it is. Great. <laughs> All right. So then... Uh, so yeah, I mean, you guys need to, I guess, decide what it is you want to do as far as Marg the Relic and your vacation. What would you, And once you do that, how are you going to go about putting those, those decisions into motion? Yes. 
Well, it sounds mm-hmm. like we need to role play and have an in-character discussion about that. Yeah, I figured yes. that's what we would discuss at the... Over dinner. Mm-hmm. Over oh, dinner okay. Mongolian orc barbecue. Yeah. Alright, then I guess we're gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was I like, just, I wanna jump ahead. I thought How about it would be we just fun to dinner? have a conversation in a new scene besides another hotel room. Okay, fine. Listen, I... So, all right, you guys go to the Mongolian orc barbecue place. Yes. We get food. We have it. You guys get a nice table. You are free to go up and make your plates at your leisure. A team of burly orcs sweatily make your food. Yes. Sweatily? Oh. (laughs) I don't want that. I mean, there's a lot of fire in here. (laughs) As long as the sweat's not dripping into the food, I guess that's fine. If the sweat stays out of my food, it's fine. It is very hygienic. It's like at a Hawaiian resort where they have the dancers like perform and cook at those outdoor fire pits and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like that, but they're all burly orcs. Okay. Maybe they're just a little oiled up so that they're like shiny and gleaming, but it's not actually sweat. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. There we go. It's like Hooters, but not at all. (laughs) (laughs) So I get my food. And I have it now. So, yeah. The conversation. <laughs> Holy shit, you guys. Okay. So I think, knowing that Finch was sending Galva frantic end of the world, oh my god, why why my life is this way, why why, text to, uh, to mm-hmm. Galva. Mm-hmm. I think Elias is going to bring up Marg. Okay. But I think he's going to try to do it in a way that won't piss Finch off somehow. But I don't know how that would be. Are you going to lead with what you believe is his real name? Oh, yeah, we didn't tell Finch. Yes. <laughs> so about marginal. <laughs> oh, yeah, actually, that's not terrible. So good food. Um, Sure, I'm eating it <laughs> and enjoying it with my mouth. Now, what's our setup? Are we at a table? Are we at a booth? Whatever you want. Fuck. We're on the floor. <laughs> okay. Finch is at a booth. I'd say probably, like, yeah, a booth. So it's like all comfy and... Kind of private. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Nice big one in the corner. I like that. Yeah. I figure Galva and Ao are sharing a side because of the size difference. Mm-hmm. Yes. Being more compatible than trying to smash like Finch next to Galva. Mm-hmm. Or something. I don't know. I'm just trying to get an eyeball feel for the for the situation. That made sense, right? I think I think we've yeah. done it. Hell yeah, guys. A mental image. That's the one <laughs> fucking eyeball feel. <laughs> so I think Yeah, like I said, Elias is gonna probably turn to Finch, not like completely and fully in the booth, because that's fucking weird. Mm-hmm. But you know what I mean. Yeah. Like so. So. Yes. So I yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I'm I'm listening. I know you are. <laughs> so it's fine. <clears throat> so Ao and I, right? Yes. So we we went ahead since after you left the beach and you seem a little uh, maybe upset's not the right word, but maybe it is. A little off put put off. Sure, we can go put, with that. Put it off. That that sounds fairly accurate, yes. Yeah, uh, sorry about all that by the way, but what I was saying was so Ao and I, we went to the front desk, right? Because when, when Mark walked off, he's got, what is it? A, what's our hotel called? It's Oasis. Oasis. Yeah. He, he He's staying at the Oasis. He was, his towel said fucking Oasis. It said Oasis right on his towel. Right yes. on the back of it. Like a fucking idiot. So I figure maybe, well, ask at the front desk, like what room he's in. So we did that. <clears throat> and then we didn't bother him. 
All right, we're just aware of where he is. So now we know where to um avoid, right? So I think Finch is regarding him skeptically, but they're still listening politely. Like, okay. He, he's doing his like grin, like not a shit eating grin, but his like, yeah, you totally are like following my story, right? Yeah. 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 Type, yeah. type of grin. Yeah. Yeah. You know the one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, we asked for like Marg the, what's he call himself? The magnanimous. Yes. That's the word he the used. Mag- magnetic. It, it, it doesn't matter, but he's not staying there under that name. No. Turns out the name he's staying under is, I've forgotten it. It was marginaled. It was marginaled. I don't know. I just thought that was funny. I still feel like that can't be a real name. It, it probably isn't. It's probably about as real as Tommy Tostino. That was a good one. I'm still going to call him by that name, though. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you can't not use that name now that you've heard it. Yeah, no, it's he's marginaled the mad forever now. I do still like Margie, though. Wouldn't it be marginaled the magnanimous? No. Unless he goes back <laughs> to being mad. I, I can't I imagine don't... he'll be magnanimous for very long. I don't care what he calls himself. He's always... Doesn't seem like the type. He's always Margie the Mad in my heart. He might pick a different one. Maybe someday. I don't know. Marge is all over the damn place. Marge? I've done it again. I can't... Ke- uh, his name is impossible. I can't do it. <laughs> anyway. So... Right. On the beach, right? Yes, on, on the beach. So... And I'm gonna take a quick look around the establishment. Just to, it's probably not necessary, but Zelias wants to make sure nobody else is listening in on their fucking stupid conversation. Zelias is paranoid. Give me a perception check. He is a little paranoid. He's a pirate. What do you expect? Oh god, it's on the table. That's an 18. Oh, plus. Uh, four. 22. You do a quick cursory glance around. No one's really paying you any mind. Good, because I'm probably making an ass of myself. Yep. Probably. <laughs> it's fine. So anyway, he said on the beach that he's looking for a relic, that somebody hired him to do it. Now, I know you want to just vacation. I understand that. But we're also kind of looking for relics. There it is. There's the butts. Yes. Well, um, Moot needs them, right? Well, not every relic we encounter is going to be pertinent to Moot. I know, but we won't know if it is. That's statistically highly unlikely, although it is very weird that we've already found two. Yeah, like two in a row, right? My only, like, listen, if it was just Marg here being Marg, I wouldn't care. I would leave Marg to his own Marg, Marg, Margliness. Fuck. You know what I mean. But, I just, what if this is one of our relics that we need? Is my only, like, thing. And what if fucking stupid-ass Marg gets it? He'll sell it. He's stupid. Well, he's finding it for someone else, so he'd give it away anyway. And we don't know who that is. I wonder who he's working for. Oh, I can ask him. But I'll do it later. You know, dinner's now. I think despite their best intentions, Finch is annoyingly interested now. Like, oh, fuck. God Eat damn my it. butt. <laughs> How dare. Yeah, it's fine. Well, I figure we'll help him find it if I can get him to accept our help. Which I think I can, because I can be very persuasive. You can be very persuasive, yes. I know, right? I've noticed. So, <laughs> so, I mean, if it is something we need, we'll just, like, have it. And <laughs> he can't really stop us. But if we don't need it, then what? I don't care. We can give it back to him. He can do whatever he wants with it. He can put up his butt for all I care. Ugh, gross. Sorry, gross. I said that. Uh, listen, I'm trying to be better about being, like, I'm super gross in public. trying to eat. Yeah, I'm They sorry. don't actually look all that grossed out. They're, they're still just, like, you know, 
They're a doctor. They've seen things in butts before. Yeah, they sure have. Across the way, there's like a large family with four kids that are just mashing food all over the place. Like, that's probably way more gross. Honestly, yeah, kids are horrible. Yep. Keep your food in your mouth and this plate. This is the place old Joe recommended. How dare they disrespect it? Yo, well, the right? Food, the food is good. Yeah. Right. I. But tourists are shitty. I believe this fantasy food is great. This family doesn't deserve it. Uh, yeah. Maybe they'll eat it off. Well, they're places. rich fucking tourists. Of course yeah. they don't. Yeah, fair. Anyway. Anyway. So, I just wanted to, you know, Galvaneo seemed to be pretty on board with my bullshit this time. But I know you are really, really excited for this vacation. I just didn't want to, like, fuck it up for you, if that makes sense. It might. It it does. Good. Um, <laughs> it, it's appreciated. Cool. So, I suppose relic hunting doesn't have to take up all of the vacation time. No, no, it'd probably be real quick. Assuming Marg knows where he's going. I doubt it. What he's looking for. Yeah, well, I can always squeeze that out of him. Unless he doesn't actually know. And that's, uh, that's why, hmm, maybe I can do a little research. I think we might want to, well, first talk with him to see how far he is. Right. Yeah, definitely that. Or even if we can just know what the relic is. Because the relic has nothing to do with moot, then we can just ignore it. Yeah, exactly. It's not our problem. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So you guys have decided you need to ascertain what the relic is. Yes. <laughs> what Marg intends to do about it. If he even knows what it is. If he knows what it is, and uh, basically try and get a feel for if he's willing to work with you, what he's willing to divulge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, how yeah. this uh, how this goes. So, how do you plan on doing that? <laughs> how do you plan on appealing to good old marginal? Does okay. Does Marg like alcohol? Uh, yes. That's how. He's a pirate. What pirate doesn't like alcohol? Are you going to invite him out for drinks? Well, I wasn't going to invite him out. I was going to buy him a nice bottle of something expensive, right? But high in alcohol content. Okay. And then I'm just going to take it to him. And I'm be like, why don't, you, why don't you sample that, buddy? Tell me what you think. Make him, make him drink that. I have an idea. Oh. Scott's got an idea, though. Whenever Scott has an idea, I know it's better than mine. No, no, just to go along with your idea. Oh, okay. If you want to get some really good info out of him, uh-huh. doesn't Finch have that tanker where if you drink booze out of it, it doesn't do anything to you? You're right. So you could go shot for shot with him uh, using yeah. that mug. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like this okay. plan. I like this plan. So we'll borrow Finch's cool tankard. I will also purchase an equally cool looking tankard, I think, for Marg, right? Just mm-hmm. so he doesn't get like a... Like a weird vibe. Like, I've got this giant mug, but here's a shot glass. Yeah, so it doesn't think it's just a power move or something. Exactly, yeah. exactly, yeah. Oh, okay. So you're gonna purchase something that's, like, of similar make and design so it doesn't look like I brought my own... Magic mug, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. My own magic mug? <laughs> yes. That's a great idea. Scott's a genius. Okay. Subtract uh, 200 credits from your party funds. You find one that's high-end enough to match yours. Awesome. But it is not magic. It is regular. In fact, he can just keep it. Yeah, it's a gift. It okay. is a gift. And actually, if you're also going to buy a bottle of Boozahol, take out another 700 credits. Jesus Christ. I might suggest, like, because they're pirates, they 
you wouldn't want like high high end yeah nothing like high oh, okay. just high in alcohol content probably tastes like paint thinner. gasoline turpentine all right pirates. all right then uh then do 150 all right i've got i've i have marked down the expenditures okay delightful all right so how are you doing this how are you doing this thing you're just gonna that depends okay what time is it i want to say by the time you're done with dinner it's the evening would we have time to do something like that today or do we want to do vacation shit for the rest of the night and then get Marg tomorrow? I'd say since it's just like evening, we can do the Marg stuff today. Okay. Yeah, agreed. We don't have to all go. That might actually be a not a great idea. Right. Like maybe just like one or two of us. You might see that as like a an intimidation mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. <laughs> that rhymed. Who should I take though? Galva Let's really see. wants to be part of this. Take Galva. Yes. Galva's so big. She could probably join in. She doesn't need the mug. She can join in and maybe get a little tipsy. Just, you know, to sell it too. Like, oh, they're both drinking and look, she's getting a little sloshed. So, yeah. <laughs> a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's gigantic. She's gigantic. She won't hurt you. Now, <laughs> would taking big, big Galva make Marg scared because he's small and a chicken? Given our history, the worst person to take would probably be Ao, exactly. considering what she's done to yeah. him. Absolutely, definitely, definitely. And Finch would probably be like, "Why? Why? What's going on here? This doesn't make any Why sense." Why would you bring me? Because I needed adult supervision. Have you met me? <laughs> <laughs> Gal was an adult. That is true. But yeah, as much as Ao would love to go, might not be the best option. She can hang out with Finch and Wilhelm. He did yeah. kick him in the throat. Yeah. It was the greatest moment of my life. It was so good. <laughs> All right. Okay. So you uh, you get a nice, you know, not too nice, but a nice bottle of alcohol. It's piratey. You've got the tankard to give him. Yeah. I put a nice little bow on it, too, to just really sell it. Let's start with Galva and Zelias. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Galva and Zelias, you guys make your way up to 612, and uh, you're at the door. What do you do? Uh, I make sure my hair's straight. Mm-hmm. It looks like shit. I don't care. Uh, and then I, I put a little knock, a little knock on the door. A little, little knock on the door. So, uh, a couple of moments pass by. You don't hear anything. I don't hear anything. Any movement? Nope. Okay. I'm gonna knock on the door again. Okay. And, and if he doesn't answer, I'll be like, room service. You hear him coming to the door. He's like, oh, finally. How long does a guy have to wait to get to get a meal around? And he opens the door, and he is in the fluffiest goddamn robe you have ever seen. Good. I mean, that's what the hotels have, right? Yes. He's also got his hair tied up in what appears to be in a very, like, a, a one of those really nice shower caps. Aw, precious. <laughs> and it looks like he has some facial cream, but only on the side of his face that is burned. Well, I would hope so. Oh, he got some La Mer. Yes, he's moisturizing. And he, he opens is moist. <laughs> he opens the door and he sees you and Galva and he just goes, Oh, great. I hold up the booze in the tanker. I'm like, look, no, it's things, nice things for you. Hi. He looks at you, he narrows his eyes, and he he looks at Galva, then back to you, and he's like, What exactly are you up to? Well, you see, Marginald. Where did you hear that name? Really? Where did I hear that name? Where do you think I heard it? Marge? Marg? Margajinish? 
It doesn't matter. I've brought you uh, a gift. Do not call me Marginald. All right. Well, I mean, I did it the once. Well, don't do it again. All right, Margie. Look, it's free booze, buddy. Listen, it's a peace offering. All right. Why? Because peace is good. <laughs> Why else? We're on vacation. We're on vacation. You seemed kind of agitated on the beach, understandably, given our um, I, colorful history. I wonder why. Oh, I don't know why. Uh, I do know why. Listen, that's why I've brought you... Broughten? That's not a word. Brought you a peace offering. Look, I don't know if it's your favorite or not, but it's free. And cool cup, right? It's big. You put a lot of booze in it. I'm gonna... Well, first off, I want you to roll me persuasion. Okay. Plus seven shit. I'm gonna roll insight. Oh, fuck it. It doesn't matter. Okay, well. I rolled a five. Uh, I got a 21. There's literally nothing I could add to it. There's nothing. Oh, poor guy. So he squints. He looks back at it. He reaches out. He takes the, the bottle. He takes the mug. And he's like, well, uh, that's mighty big of you. I am. Well, yeah, I was going to say I am big. But then, I mean, yeah, proportionally, I'm not like, I'm very short. <laughs> I'll just say it. So, uh, we done here? Well, do you have a minute? It does look like you're busy, though. A minute for what? Well, I don't really want to talk about it in the hallway, mate. Uh, all right, come in. All right. Steps aside, he holds the door open for you guys. We entered the Marg room. Casa de Marg. The, That's the, the one. The Margzoleum. <laughs> the Margzoleum. Is this a suite like ours? And if not, like, what, what are we looking at here? It is pretty much identical to yours. Okay, so he's got four fucking rooms. Six. Yes. Six rooms. Six, six fucking six rooms. rooms, that's right. Yep. I don't know why I thought it was... Oh, because there's four of us, that's why. Alright. Gal's gonna try and take note if there's anyone else staying here, like if he does have a crew with him. I was actually gonna straight up just ask him. Well, okay, I would like you to roll me stealth and investigation, Galva. Okay. Do I have to disadvantage on the stealth here, because it's not clanking around with armor? No, no. You're just trying to slyly look around to see if you see any uh, signs that there's anyone else here. Oh, that didn't need the disadvantage. Oh, no. Oh, no. So, investigation's an 11. Um, stealth is a 4. Nice. I think you just sort of turn and start heading down like the hallway where the bedrooms are. <laughs> where are you going? <laughs> I'm terrible and, at this. And, and Barg just looks at you and he's just like... I don't know what you're looking for, but there's no traps. Just me. Right, sorry. I I was looking for the bathroom. Oh, uh, it's the uh, third door on your left. Right, yes. Yeah, like in our suite, Goofy. Doesn't know we're staying here! <laughs> he does now. Well, Eliza's just gonna tell him, be like, look, he, it's part of his strategy. Yeah. Part of his get Mark to trust me strat. So, before we get into that, though, so, Galva, if you do go into the restroom, um, would you roll for investigation? Eleven. Eleven. You'll notice, put out meticulously on the sink, are a lot of beauty products. Aww. He is beautiful. It is true. A lot of things like skin restoration, moisturizing. He also uh, appears to take very good care of his hair. Hmm. He does have nice hair, I think. I don't know. You drew him with good hair. <laughs> <laughs> You, you have this thing, Rio, where you draw everyone very attractively. It's true, yeah. Even when they're goddamn gremlins like fucking Marg. 
But no, so yeah, the, you've <laughs> discovered that Marge's hidden beauty regimen. Huh. All right, Galva will, like, I don't know, blow her nose or something and then get back to you guys. <laughs> oh, okay, that's fine. He's like, well, uh, I guess, uh, have a seat if you want to talk. Oh. Don't know what the hell you want to talk to me about. Ah, we'll see. I'll, I'll have a seat. I, I put my butt on his chair. Galva will return shortly and find a seat as well. I think he's going to look at the bottle and be like, hmm. And then he's going to crack it open and uh, pour himself something. Or I did bring him a very cool mug. Yes, you did. Is it like a souvenir mug? Does it say something ridiculous on it? I think we tried to find one that looked as similar to the uh, oh, that's right, to your magical to your... tankard or whatever. Okay, all right, yeah. So it's 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 very nicely made. So that if he does insist, I drink something. I have a thing to put drink in. So okay. If not, I mean, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see how how we'll yeah. see how magnanimous he's feeling. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. It's fine. But yeah, he pours himself. He sniffs it. Then he'll take a drink. How is it? I didn't really like try it before I bought it. It just looked. It just looked pretty good. Well, uh, I mean, it was still sealed, so I'd, it'd be a little weird if he did. Well, yeah, fair. <laughs> but uh, it, it tastes pretty good. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad you approve. Uh, thank you. Yeah, this, no. This is very weird. A little bit. Yeah, no, I'll admit. It, it felt strange, but, you know, it felt um correct to do, if that makes any sense. Uh, Why? Well, you remember that time when uh, we all, we escaped from Event Horizons and then we ran into you a bit later and, uh, well, I think the authorities chased you down a bit after that. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember that. Yeah, I think of it as an apology for that. Alright, well, what's your business? Well, you know, not to be too nosy, but I mean, I'm gonna be just a wee bit nosy. Uh, I couldn't help but notice, Mark, that you were by yourself on the beach earlier today. That's right. Right. Well, you also said that you had, like, a big job you were doing. Aye, that's right. Right. What about it? Well, I mean, if you're by yourself, do you have a crew helping you look for this thing you're looking for, or are you just trying to do it by yourself? He looks pensive. He looks like he's, uh, the subject of his crew is uh, a bit of a uh, a sore subject. Yes. Well, maybe that's too bad for him. And he, uh, he starts to pour himself another glass. But Everything not... all right, mate? No, I want to talk about it, Aunt. <laughs> <laughs> um, me and me crew uh, didn't see eye to eye after our last little mix-up with the authority. Is that right? And, uh, well, old Marg the Magnanimous is flying solo for a little bit. But I need some capital if I'm going to keep doing what I do best. So I'm taking a little bit of, uh, little bit of work. Oh, I mean, understandable. I can't believe they bailed on you, though. Well, the pirate life's not for everybody. That's that's very true, yeah. No, you're right about that. Can't say it was, uh, it was amicable, but uh, I respect their decision to go legit. They didn't take your ship, did they? Ha! Never. Okay, so at least you've got transportation. That's, that's good. What was the dispute about? He cocks an eyebrow at you, Galva, and uh, he says, Well, uh, they didn't take too kindly to dealing with the authority. Mm. They didn't. Well, you know how in this life of running from place to place, never being able to settle down, uh, 
the Sirens' call of an adventure just wasn't for them. They decided it was time for them for us to part ways. Insight. Is this really what happened? Um, <laughs> roll me insight. I also would like to roll insight on our good friend Marg. Sure, go ahead. Oh, that's not very good. That's okay, though. I got a 12. <laughs> so you guys remember his goblin lackeys in the prison that when faced with uh, utter annihilation at the hands of Ao, mm-hmm. most of them were like, uh, no, we'd rather live than deal with Marg. Oh, yeah. Oops. So it just kind of, it's not out of the question for his crew to have just said we've had enough. Yeah. But perhaps his moniker change to Marg the Magnanimous as opposed to Mad is a way of sort of repackaging himself. <laughs> perhaps Marg has done a little a little soul searching. He's been a little too mad. Trying to do some networking. A little bit, maybe. Get get some people to swipe right on the uh, pirate crew app. <laughs> yeah, there's there's definitely a story. Ah, uh, yes, plunder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Scott, oh, perfect. Oh shit. Uh-huh. That's that's in character. That's awesome. not in character. That's canon now. That's canon. Thank you, Scott. <laughs> You're the best. But there's definitely more of a story. Sure. Than what Marg is telling you, but he's not lying outright. He's just not sharing the whole truth. Fair enough. That's fine. We can use that. All right. But yeah. I think actually, since first off, because Mark hasn't offered them a drink, and also because Galva wasn't expecting him to split that with her, uh-huh. she drinks a lot more than probably the two of them combined just by body weight. Mm-hmm. Sure. I, th- I think she brought like a bottle with her and she's opening it up, you know, just to. Okay. Sure. Boozing it up with our good friend, Marg. Yep. See if he takes the hint to offer some to the captain. I mean, even if he doesn't, it's it's fine. It's going well enough. So is that all you needed? Just want to know what's up with old Marg? Uh, well, I, I got a little bit, yeah, I suppose. But, I mean, I'm a little concerned if you don't have, like, a crew here. Do you got anyone, like, helping you with this job at all? I don't need help on a job like this. This is nothing. This is a cakewalk. You said you were looking for, what, a relic or something? <sighs> I, I happen to say that I was here for a relic and I made the mistake of assuming that you might be here for the same thing. I didn't want to have to compete with you. Right, right. No, no, I, I totally understand. It's because I didn't want to have to kill you on such a nice planet. Oh, that's so sweet of you, Marg. Is it a cool relic? I'm playing. Is it that important of a relic? I have no idea what the relic's for, just what I'm getting paid to get it. Right, right. You said you were working for somebody. Like, are they shady, or...? He nods, and he's like, let me stop you right there, Elias. If you're looking to find out who my client is, I'm sure even you understand client buyer privileges. You know, that's fair. Yeah, all right. I won't ask again. Good. I won't ask you again who hired you. I don't like the way you said that. <laughs> I do. Sometimes <laughs> I say things in funny ways like that. It might medic calls me out on that sort of thing all the time. Because it sounds like you're going to ask someone else or you're going to do some other digging around to find out who exactly hired me. Oh, hell. Who else on this planet would know? I suppose that's a fair assessment. That's what I figured. Oh, all right. Well... You say you don't need help. Uh, I believe you. But also, listen, I'm not much of a vacationer, so 
if you do decide you want some heavy firepower, aka very good fireballs, uh, you know where to find. Well, you don't know where to find me, but I'm here. He laughs. He's, ha, you don't think I can get the relic on my own, do you? Well, I don't know. I don't even know what it is or where it is. Well, that's the problem. I'm trying to figure that out myself, but oh. I'll tell you right now, the way I'm going about this doesn't require so much as your brute force firepower as it does finesse and charisma. I've got a lot of charisma. Uh, it's charisma. It's <sighs> sure. I, yes. You're right. I've been saying <laughs> it wrong all my life. Completely correct. Shit. Charisma. <laughs> I do like the sound of that. It sounds zesty, doesn't it? <laughs> He's starting to get a bit of a smug look. Um, not so much because of the alcohol, but because you are admitting that he's right. That's fine. <laughs> and his is an ego that needs to be stroked. I'll stroke it all day, Ew. baby. Wow. Um, not in front of Galva. Honey, go wait outside. <laughs> I gotta stroke some egos. I don't know, maybe she's into that. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> you know what, maybe. Maybe. So, what have you been up to, Zelias? Last I saw you were crossing swords with the authority. It's been a bit of a while now. Notice that your bounty's getting a little higher. What's that about? Oh, God, what did we do? Mostly the authority. Ran into a dwarf I don't like. Almost fireballed him. Yeah. Didn't. Yeah, we had that run-in with Blackhold at that facility where they were... What were they doing in that warehouse? Did we ever find out what they were doing there? Yeah, it was, um... They were selling magic items, I think. Mm. Like, illegally-style... Right. You know, the fun way. Blackhold. Yeah. So what have you done to piss off Blackhold? Uh, that's a very good question. See, I'm still kind of trying to piece it together. But you don't remember? Not really. I remember my crew <laughs> and I landed on a place. And then after that, I woke up. You have amnesia? And maybe a little bit. Uh, not polite to talk about it. I don't care about politeness. This is interesting. All right. I mean, honestly, since I can't remember much, I can't really tell you much. So what you're telling me, when you wound up in Event Horizons in that hellhole, mm -hmm. you had a part of your memory that was just gone that you didn't remember? Yeah. But weird, right? I, I don't love it. Huh. I guess that explains why you seem so out of it. What, now? All the time. I'm not out of it. Ah, you out of it. When was I out of it? When we first met, you didn't even know who I was right off the bat, which, I mean, come on. You mean in jail? Prison? Yes, we're, we're eternal rivals. I was a little hurt that you didn't re recognize me off, you know, right off the bat. I mean, I know who you are. But you, you, you know now, at the time, you were just, you know, Listen, you were like, Ugh. A, lot, a lot's happened. Well, that explains it. But uh, I'm glad that cleared some things up for you. I, I guess? Not gonna lie, it bothered me that you didn't remember the face of your eternal rival at the time, but, uh... My, my arch nemesis, yes, you're right. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm, I'm kind of slowly getting things back, like my magic, for I sure. I mean, as a pirate, you understand that, you know, making an impact is everything? No, yes, I know that very well. I'm, I'm very impactful, in fact. Well, <laughs> in most right. of the things I do. Let's... Still quite interesting. He's going to take another sip while he considers you carefully mm -hmm. and says, So, if I'm reading you right, mate, you want to help me get this relic. What's in it for you, then? I won't be so bored anymore. Listen, 
I'm not the vacationing type of guy. Let's be honest. If I don't have something to blow up or some adventure to go fuck around and do on good English, I just die a little bit inside. So you're bored. That's it. Yeah, That's, that I'm is kind of bored. <laughs> so you. So, all right. So all right, hold on. I'm trying to wrap my head around this. I know. I'm, you. I'm a bit squiggly. You want to help me because you're bored, not because you want to steal the relic out from under me, or perhaps find some way to destroy my reputation, or... Oh, I don't need to destroy your reputation. That came out wrong. <laughs> I have no desire <laughs> to do anything to your reputation. If anything, if this goes the right way, it'll just become a little bit stronger, I think. Like a bigger, gnarlier marg. Or if you want to go in the other direction, a nicer, more magnanimous smog? I don't know what you're aiming for, mate. Yeah, it's a bit of a range choice of new moniker. A little bit, a little bit. I'm workshopping it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you're doing a good job, I think. Mm. It was between the magnanimous, I was considering the malevolent, but I didn't know if anyone would want to work with someone who was malevolent. Mark the Magnificent? That just makes me sound like a magician. That's that's actually true. I'm glad you didn't do that. Mark, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that what's another good M word? I don't know. Look, it's it's a work in progress. Masterful. Masterful. I do like that. I'll consider it, regardless. Nice. Or so to to get this straight, you're doing this because you're bored. You say you don't even want to cut from what I'm about to get paid for this thing. I really don't need the money that much, honestly. I mean, if you wanted to toss me a few bucks, I'd be alright with that. But, you know, it's whatever. Consider it part B of me saying sorry for getting the authority on your arse, huh? <laughs> okay. I need you to make me another persuasion roll. Okay. But you are going to be rolling with disadvantage because you're going against all the times you've called him Margaret. <laughs> <laughs> the throat punch. All the times you've humiliated that him. Was Ao. Doesn't matter. Part of yeah, the crew. That's fair. That's fair. All the okay. times you have humiliated him. Okay. <laughs> so you were rolling with disadvantage. Plus seven. Gotcha. <laughs> oh Jesus! What did you roll? Um, a fourteen and a twenty. <laughs> so, so twenty-one. Fourteen is plus seven. Is twenty-one. Is right. twenty-one. Okay, and I'm gonna roll insight. Okay. Marginal. Do it. Go, Marge. Okay. How insightful is Marge? We're gonna find out. Marg. He's not super insightful, but let's see. All right. You mean he's not that wise? Are you sure? What if he's the most wise fucking NPC we have? <laughs> then he wouldn't have done most of the shit he's done. <laughs> That's maybe true. So he puts the mug and the bottle down on the coffee table. You guys are kind of sitting uh, across from one another. Sure. And he sort of crosses one leg over his knee. He crosses his arms. He leans back. And he's, he's scrutinizing you, Zelias. He's wearing a robe. Yes. Does his junk hang out? No, you don't see... Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see Nards. <laughs> you don't see the Margles hanging out. No! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Why? Don't call him the Margles, bro. <laughs> it's too late. He's done it. That's, that's forever in my head. Your, your reaction... No! <laughs> How could you? 
<laughs> no, it's fine. I'm over it. And he's scrutinizing you, Zelias, because it is a tempting offer. Sure. But he, I, I rolled pretty well on insight. Ooh, good job. And I think he goes, all right, well, I'm open to a collaboration, but hmm. we need to figure out some type of collateral. Oh, all right. Something that, if you decide to betray me, I don't walk away from this empty-handed. Oh, that makes perfect sense. So the question is, Elias... What's that collateral? What are you willing to put up for collateral? Hmm. That's a very good question. Let's check our loot list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might also turn to Galva. Galva's thinking. Yeah, it's, it's a team effort. Do we have that box of old astronaut ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I feel like that's not the best that we could be doing. <laughs> Maybe don't straight up insult him with your collateral. <laughs> hey, I'm not there. Wait, I know exactly what we need to sell to him as being something very cool and valuable. Oh, yes. Remember yeah. the other cutlass that we got? The cursed one? The cursed <gasps> one? <laughs> yes. Oh. Hmm. Remind me what the curse on that thing does. You gain a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls made with this weapon. Curse. This sword is cursed and possessed by a vengeful spirit. Becoming attuned to it extends the curse to you. As long as you remain cursed, you are unwilling to part with the sword, keeping it on your person at all times. While attuned to this weapon, you have disadvantage on attack rolls made with weapons other than this one. In addition, while the sword is on your person, you must succeed on a DC 15 wisdom saving throw whenever you take damage in combat. On a failed save, you must attack the creature that damaged you until you drop to zero hit points, or it does, or until you can't reach the creature to make a melee attack against it. Oh my god. You can huh. break the curse in the usual ways. Alternatively, casting Banishment on the sword forces the Vengeful Spirit to leave it. The sword then becomes a plus one weapon with no other properties. I don't know. Do you want to make your eternal <laughs> rival more vengeful? Hmm. I mean... This isn't a bad idea. I do kind of love this. <laughs> I am in love with this. Okay, maybe it is a little bit of a bad idea, but like, for the story? Absolutely. That's a really good story beat, idea. yeah. So I think what we're gonna do is Galva and Zlias. They'll do a huddle, like, kind of whisper quietly, as if they're trying not to let Mark hear, but letting Mark hear it, that... Should we really give this to them? Is this really a good idea? I mean, this it's is super valuable, things like that. all the money in the world. Like, we were going to get a good payday out of this. Sure, sure, sure. But we need we need our market to trust us. But do we trust mm -hmm. him? Okay, are we huddling now? Yeah, Galvo says that in like a, oh, I'm whispering, but I am accidentally a little louder than I mean to be. So like, you know, while they're consulting, be like, but do sure, we sure. trust him? Hmm? Oh, um. Kind of glance over at him. I kind of grin at Mark. I kind of put my finger up like, hang on just one second. We're having a. A chat? Wow, yeah. I lost my words very much. He's just watching you. Just just give me one second, alright? I mean, I think it'll be fine, you know? I'm not gonna fuck the guy over. We'll get it back. It's not like, it's not the end of the world, right? right? Oh, I mean, if you're sure, we'll get it back. Of course we will. It's all not right. a problem. I know how much, well, I think I know how much it's worth. Mm -hmm. Alright, well, I trust the captain. Oh, that's sweet of you. Alright. And Galva will turn away and kind of straighten up, and then she'll dig into the bag a little bit, and she will produce this cursed sword, which, we said, it, it is a cutlass. I assume it has some kind of sheet that we're not just 
whipping out a knife. Right. Well, I mean, also so that we're not just handling a cursed sword with our bare hands. Right. Actually, I have a quick question, too. You guys were able to identify what the curse was on this, right? Yep, Elias was. Okay. No, I just want to know that you, so you guys knew that this is the Sword of Vengeance. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you, uh, you lay out the sword with its proper reverence in its sheath, and Marg looks at it, cocks an eyebrow, and he's like, what's this about, then? What do we have here? What sword? I can see that, idiot. <laughs> Good. Why, why are you putting this up for collateral? Because this sword right here, mate, is probably the most expensive thing we have on our whole ship. So he looks at it, then he looks at you, Elias. And actually, he looks at you, Galva, mm -hmm. and says, All right, you. Yes. Tell me the story of this sword. See, I could ask Zelias here, but we all know half the words coming out of his mouth ain't worth shit. Wow, that's not very nice at all, is it? Oh, don't act offended. You know you're as much of a liar as I am. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> but you. Me. Yes, you. All right. You tell me the story of this sword and why this is worth my time. Uh, all right. Um, Galva takes a quick sip of her alcohol for strength. Oh no! <laughs> because on one hand, she knows she can do this. On the other hand, she's on the spot here. Oh, and actually, real quick, he reaches into the pocket of his robe, mm -hmm. and he pulls out a phone, and he pulls up something real quick, and he's like, and uh, I expect that you're able to tell me quite a bit about it. And he holds up one of the photos from your little blacksmithing section that is all over social media. Uh, uh, so you, you heard about that. That bikini's really small. I, I, was that Calvin? <laughs> no, was that Mark? He just said it out loud to nobody. <laughs> and then he, he casually puts the phone away. He's like, all right, then. Go on. Well, this is actually a fairly recent acquisition from our latest plundering of a Delaric space stations. I assume this was lost by someone quite some time ago. Um, it is a... Do we know much about, like, the origins of a lot of, like, magic weapons? Can you, we, like, tell, oh, yeah, this one comes from this culture, this one comes from that culture? Um, Galva, you have enough experience with weapons in general that you could probably bullshit it. Okay. Um, this one has a... Powerful enchantment put upon it by got out of character. I'm trying to think of a good culture to use. Wizards. Yeah, that's by, a whole culture. Wizards. <laughs> an entire culture of wizards. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you're so helpful, no, Rio. <laughs> wizards. <laughs> so, this sword was was enchanted by a. It's one in. It is one from a. I suppose not lost anymore, but a line of swords that was, they were given powerful enchantments to draw upon the will of the wielder to add to its strength. It's an incredibly formidable weapon in the hands of anyone with a true passion for battle. He says, slightly truthfully. 
slightly truthfully. Slightly truthfully. That's I mean, that's not a lie. I don't really feel like she's lying at all. No, she's she's got this it. This is a good spin. I want you to roll me persuasion with advantage. Because I'm giving you thumbs up behind Marg. No, <laughs> I'm joking. Because her bikini is very small. Because of your background as a smith and your knowledge of weapons. And your big, big muscles. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> My titties that are stuffed full of sword knowledge. Yeah! That's where you yeah. keep your sword knowledge. Alright, that is a 14. That's with advantage? That is with advantage. I'm working with a negative two no, charisma. That's what I just, I want, I want to make sure. And Let her use athletics instead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I finish press Mark and have him believe me? <laughs> you flex at him. Um, so he looks at you, Galva, and then he looks down at the cutlass. And uh, he is considering it. And he reaches down, and he picks it up. Mm-hmm. And he draws the blade very smoothly from the sheath. And there's a flash that you see reflected on the part of the blade that's facing you. Like, he's got one face towards you and one face towards him, so he can, you know, examine it. Sure. And what you see reflected is actually Marg's face contorted in a vengeful grin. Okay. So mm. his normal face. Oh, good. <laughs> We've turned him evil. Er. And uh, <laughs> he, fine. he definitely handles it, twirls it about, feels the heft and balance. And then levels the point of the blade real quickly at you, Zelias. Hi. As a, you know, almost as a show of intimidation. Okay. I mean, I'm still sitting here. <laughs> but it likely doesn't affect you because this is Marg. I'm an asshole. And you're an asshole. And it's Marg. Yeah. And so he goes, all right, I'll take it. And he, with a flourish, sheathes it and keeps it at his side now. Okay. We're never getting that sword back either way. I love it. Nah. All right, Zelias. It appears we have a bit of an accord. Oh, that's good. So he reaches out with his free hand to shake. Okay. I will also shake. Okay. His hand with my hand. He shakes your hand and he says, all right. Tomorrow we meet in the lobby and I'll talk about what I know and we'll take it from there. Sure. That sounds good. Uh, not too early, I hope. I was hoping to sleep in a wee bit. I thought you were bored. I do get bored easily, but also I like to sleep. Well, what time? What time are you thinking? I'll see what I can swing. How late do you like to sleep in? I'm feeling magnanimous. We'll say 11. 11 a.m. Oh, that's perfectly fine. We'll meet for an early brunch. We'll talk about what we know. (gasps) Brunch? We'll meet at the restaurant down at the ground level of the hotel. Okay, that sounds good to me. All right, then. At 11. At 11. Perfect. Well, Morg, it's uh, been a pleasure. Aye. I hope you enjoy the booze. I will, thank you. Sure, no problem. And I'll see you tomorrow. Sure, do you have my number? No. You want it? You're right. Perhaps I should get your contact information. Yeah, that way we can text back and forth funny faces and stuff. Or whatever. Business only. Ah, you're no fun. Don't get too friendly. We're still rivals. Sure we are, but, you know, I've got lots of friends who are also rivals. Like the person who let us have this hotel room that we're in. Not this one, but mine. Right. The prick. Anyway, I guess we exchange space numbers. You exchange space contact numbers. Beautiful. All right, then. I'm gonna fucking blow his phone up. You don't even know. <laughs> oh my god. He's gonna he's have gonna... to change his number. 
he's going to block you so fucking hard after this. Oh, it's so good. But all right. So you guys. You did it. Are free to leave. You did it. We we shook hands. You have brokered an agreement with Marg the Mad. Yes, we have. And you have given him a vengeful cursed sword <laughs> that is now attuned to him. That's good. I can't believe you handed me this because I am going to abuse it. Good. I can. You know what? You give us so much bullshit, so you go ahead. Would you have it any other way? Like, what better use could we find for this sword? No, I know. It's like this was meant to be. This is delicious story fodder. <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Marg decides to show you guys out. Uh, what do you do? We steal his room service on the way back. No, I'm just <laughs> Actually, do we see room service coming back? Yes, there is a cart coming up. How much is the order? It's under one of those things you can't really tell. Oh. Lids? I yeah. just wanted to be gossipy. The metal domes. The cloche. Yeah, thank you. Ah, fancy. I guess we're going to rejoin our good friends in our room. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, actually, before we do that, while this is going on, Finch and Aya, what are you guys up to? So I assume we, we left the uh, restaurant going separate ways there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Hmm. All right, uh, Doc. Um, yes? Uh, while we're out here and waiting for them to do their thing, mm-hmm. do you think we should buy a souvenir or something for Moot? That's a very good idea. Did you have something in mind? Uh, let's see. I imagine there's, since they were at a restaurant, probably walking on those, like, tour shops and things like that. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I would... I'm not sure about decorations, because he can just make those himself. Right. Unless it's like, I don't know, is there fuzzy dice anywhere? <laughs> That's a little tacky, isn't it? Well, they did ask for fuzzy dice. Oh, yeah, they did. Truck nuts. You're not here. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well... And we could see if there's anything like that. Yes, I think fuzzy dice for sure. Um, something else as well, and, you know, so that it's not yeah. just one tacky little thing. Um, hmm. I wonder how Moot would feel about houseplants. Hmm. Or do they have enough trouble keeping us alive without keeping other things alive as well? Uh, I mean, I don't think a house, like maybe we could get like a succulent, something that's low maintenance, but they can still feel like they have some control over something. Sure. All right. Let's, um, fuzzy dice and succulents. All right. That's a place to start. Yay. So I guess, uh, I guess we're going shopping. Okay. Do you know what you want to get or you want to just deal with that later? I think Ao is going to find a little outdoor nursery. Okay. I don't know if you've seen any of these sort of things, but like with full of lawn decorations and fountains and things like that. Yeah. Just the plants. I don't know. Maybe like a... One of those prickly pear cactuses. Oh, okay. I know which ones you're talking about. Uh, one of these. Ooh, one of those. With the fingers. In miniature? Yes. No, not miniature. Oh, just a, a six-foot-tall prickly <laughs> pear. Oh, my God. He's a big old prickly boy. I mean, we can get him a plant now, and then maybe he can make, like, a... They might want to make, like, a terrarium-type thing, just so we can give, like, Plants of mementos of places we go across and you have a little garden to take care of. Ooh, yeah. Over time. I like that. We can add Omega Galva's fish. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so you're going to get him a little terrarium? Like, yeah, a little terrarium. Or uh, about like a bonsai tree that he can like trim and shape to his however he wants. 
Aren't bonsai trees kind of um, high maintenance, though? Oh, yeah, that is true. Yeah. Let's start with a with a succulent and and work, work our way, way up. up. Yep. Okay. So yeah, go ahead and for a, a reasonably sized terrarium, I'm gonna say take out 300 credits from your party fund. Okay. And that's probably something. Do we want to just like go back and give it to them, like in person? I, I think it would be mean more if we actually went back and like gave it to them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. So you're gonna head back to the ship right now? Yes, I think so. Yeah. Okay. So, Moot's just doing Moot things. Moot wanders around. Oh. Moot browses the internet. Moot doesn't really do much. Oh, poor Moot. So when you guys arrive, Moot kind of perks up a little bit and goes, Oh, are you done vacationing? That was quick. It wasn't even a full day. Don't remind me. Oh, wait, did the captain do something? Well, not the captain per se. You remember Marg? No. I mean, I suppose that's fair. Should I have? Y you were there when Ao punched him in the throat. Or was it kicked? Oh. We were eating lunch in the prison, and, you know, this big hobgoblin came up to menace Zolias, and before he could get very far, Ao just punched him and turned him immediately into a butt monkey. Yes, I do recall that. I just assumed he died. No, <laughs> he's alive, alive and well, and vacationing here. Oh. Although he's apparently looking for something. Oh, is it vengeance? Well, I don't think he realized we were here until Elias and Ao went over to let him know we were here. Um, <laughs> so it's vengeance now. Maybe he's looking for treasure with a side of vengeance now. Ah, I mean, he yes. did say he was here on a job, so something unrelated to vengeance. I see. Well, I'm not sure how that affects all of you. Well, it will if he decides to call the adamantine authority on us. Oh, yes, that would be problematic. Yes, just a little. But I think right now, Galvin and Zelayas are going to talk to him, give him a peace offering, maybe see what job he's here to do. Oh, good. If Zelayas makes him angry, Galvin will be able to overpower him. Exactly. That is a good combination. I think Finch is, is doing a little bit of the thousand-yard stare, because when Moot <laughs> puts it just so bluntly, it's like, yeah... Yeah. <laughs> There's going to be a shallow grave on the beach tomorrow. <laughs> so what brings you back here? Well, we just wanted to check in with you, and um, we found you a little souvenir. Oh, a souvenir. I am familiar with the concept. It is a gift that you bring to someone who cannot accompany you to the event or place. That is the precise definition, yes. What is my souvenir? How do we present this terrarium? I think first, Ao will uh, take out the pair of fuzzy dice. Okay. Well, first off, we found this. Oh, good. Now I can gamble. I'd be very interested to find out how you would use those dice to gamble, actually. <laughs> oh. Not very well weighted. It was a joke. I... Did I... No, no, you, you, were, I... you were doing it right. I was, I was building off of it. Um... Oh, we'll, we'll look. No, no, don't apologize. I am just learning banter. Exactly, exactly. And now that now that we've had this particular exchange, next time um, someone tries to build off of it, you'll notice, and you can go from there. Is banter always this awkward? No. Well, yes. I see. Once you build up a good rapport with someone, it stops being awkward. So yes. Uh, so Moot will reach out and take the fuzzy dice and hold them up and examine them, and say, "Thank you. I will have to find a nice place to put these." 
Actually, you know, I kind of like to think that Finch is just standing there holding the terrarium. Like, it's, like you said, it's a nice size, so it's probably not yeah. easy to conceal. So they're not even going to try to bother to conceal it. They want to, like... But Moot doesn't realize that that is for them. Like, they just assume that Finch is just carrying this thing for some Yeah, reason. just, what is this weird thing? Whatever. Finch has it. It's fine. We brought weirder things on the ship. We brought a truck once. We did bring a truck, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, the dice were from... Um, you asked for those quite a while ago, and we were unfortunately unable to find them. Um, so those are your belated present from the uh, Ikiri Museum, I think is where we were going. I believe so. I'm glad that you remembered. Thank you. Of course. And um, this, Finch kind of hefts the terrarium a little bit, not in any way that would cause it to be upset or unstable, but just enough okay. to, like, you know, draw the eye. Mm-hmm. This is for you from here. So, Moot approaches and kind of leans down to look at it. And I'm assuming, is there, is there anything in the terrarium already? It would be really funny if we just brought them, like, an aquarium full of dirt. Yeah, that's what, that's what I want to know. Is like, did you bring them an aquarium but <laughs> dirt? Or is there a lone plant in there from Zionisis? There's probably, like, a couple plants. Because having one is kind of weird looking yeah okay i mean but you also want to give them room to be able to to yeah. transplant others so yes yeah so there's just like one or two in maybe there maybe there's two in there okay mm-hmm. because they need friends two's a good number yeah okay so i think it's just like it's just a glass case of dirt <laughs> 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 no. um as much as i like that mental image moot leans over and says i see these are plants yes um I was a little hesitant to get, you know, more living things for you to care for, since you already have quite a job caring for us. But unlike us, these are very low maintenance, and I hope much more rewarding to keep alive. (laughs) Wow. Wow. So I think Moot kind of tilts their head and looks at it and says, I do not sense any emotional trauma from these plants. They will be much easier. (laughs) I mean... Fair. Nailed it. (laughs) Yeah, that's accurate. I'm not even going to argue that. What have you done to our poor ship? Nothing. The ship just realizes you all need therapy. Yep. Um, I think the ship needs therapy too. Yeah, because you're teaching it all the wrong things. Yep, we are. But Moot reaches out and takes the terrarium and holds it up and looks at it and says, They are very lovely. Thank you, Doctor. Thank you, Ao. You're welcome. I look forward to nurturing these and making sure they don't die. <laughs> That's wonderful. I'm looking forward to watching them grow. Um, we left a lot of room in there because um, Ao and I were thinking we could continue to add to it as we explore the galaxy. We can bring you new plants to put in and um, each one will be like a little piece of the places we visited. That is very sentimental. Thank you. I greatly appreciate the gesture. You're welcome. So I think they turn with the term and they walk to sort of the common area where you guys all sit where there's, you know, there's like a table Mm -hmm. Um, and they set the terrarium down on the table and they take a seat and they just watch the plants. Oh, watching grass grow. Uh, I mean, it might be more interesting for Moot than it would be for other people. Yeah. 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 Moot kind of doesn't have the same, has a very abstract concept of time. Yeah. So just being able to have something to watch and tend to is already sort of stimulating now. Oh, good. Oh, so. We've stimulated the robot. 
Yes. Oh. Oh. Hmm. Oh. oh. Good job, guys. You're doing the Lord's work. <laughs> oh, also, Moot, here are um, these two little informational cards that tell you what type of succulents these are. They give you a little bit of information about um, the, the places they're native to and the best methods to care for them, um, the appropriate amount of water to give and how often and so on and so forth. And Finch will approach the table and give those little little plant cards, I guess, as well. As you approach, Moot kind of doesn't respond right away. They're very intent on looking at the at these plants. Oh. <laughs> and um, Finch, you kind of, it's like, you know how you stand there for like a couple of seconds when someone hasn't noticed you? So it's like you're kind of standing there in awkward silence before they realize that there's another presence. Mm-hmm. That kind of happens, and you see the the sort of hologram that is moot jolt a little bit and say, Oh, forgive me, I was lost in thought. Thank you, Doctor. I appreciate that. <laughs> Forgot that I was talking to you two seconds ago. <laughs> I cannot wait to learn more about these. And uh, they reach out and they'll take the cards. And they, um, eat, and them. they eat them. No, they oh, eat they them. Oh, they do. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, I love moot. And then with like, the holographic technology that is on the ship, on the glass of the terrarium is projected the information about the plants. Oh, neat. Yeah. Yes. We did a thing. You have presented Moot with a thoughtful gift. Aw, that was sweet. Yeah, I think Finch is actually getting the feeling um, that Moot really does appreciate it. So they're like, they're feeling pretty good. Like, ah, we did something good for Moot for once. (laughs) Because they constantly have to deal with you guys. Yep. Yep. So, But all right. So what would you like to do after that? I think if I were to say, well, Finch sits down and also watches the plants, there's going to be a mutiny, so they don't do that. <laughs> uh... So, uh, Doc. Uh, yes? I was looking through those pamphlets we had earlier. Oh, right. I was thinking, I know you don't, would rather not do anything too strenuous right now. Yes? But I did see that there was a spa open later at night. Oh, yes, I think I saw that one as well do you want to go to the spa i would like to go to the spa i would love to go to the (laughs) spa with you ao that sounds wonderful i have not used proper lotion in some time it is all a mess oh yes well we'll have to correct that with the spa let's go yes they go social link happening yeah do you guys want to do something social link related I mean, yeah, Finch has a couple of things they would talk to Ao about. I think Finch tried, well, the, Ao can probably follow up with some other things that she's wondering. Sure. The dumb questions she asks when she's bored. Yes. Ask all the questions. I think um, it's a little after the start of the treatment. They're sitting there with like the full face mask with the cucumbers. Yes, good. Uh, I don't want to start this. Guys, starting conversations is hard. It is hard. I know, right? I always have the biggest problem with that part. Well, I guess Finch could start off. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, after they've gotten themselves all set up, um, they're mid-treatment with the cucumbers and so forth. Um, Finch will say, Ayo, this was a wonderful idea. Thank you for suggesting it. Oh, you're welcome. I know I like to be active and stuff, but sometimes it's nice to just sit back and relax for a bit really is, isn't it? can't really remember the last time I've actually been able to relax like this. You know, even before um, the bad place, I wasn't really in a place to relax. 
Work was very busy. It, it took a lot of time and attention. What did you do for work, by the way? I don't think I ever really asked. Well, I was a medical examiner. Um, essentially, what that entails is I had a position at a hospital. And um, when people died, um, the bodies needed somewhere to go for the short term. So they went to the morgue for storage and sometimes for autopsy to determine cause of death if um, that wasn't abundantly clear, which it wasn't in a, in a lot of cases. So there's, there's some science to figuring out um, why the body stopped working. Yes, that makes sense. Did you deal with a lot of zombies there too? That's so funny. The captain just asked me that the other day. Um, no, <laughs> they're weirdly or not, um, probably not because you don't typically get necromancers in highly populated areas, which is where you typically find hospitals. Um, no, there were no zombies in my morgue, just the occasional ghost um, who were typically easy enough to deal with, you know, just another patient. Um, mostly they just needed to know how they died. Some of them had a little bit more pressing unfinished business, but um, no zombies, no. I see. How easy is it to solve unfinished business for ghosts? It's like it might be difficult sometimes. Well, um, you've met Wilhelm. We still don't know what his unfinished business is, um, which has been a huge stumbling block because, um, you know, if you can't figure that out, you can't solve it. So um, he just exists. Before I met Wilhelm, it was much easier. Um, you know, usually it only took a couple of days. Sometimes not even that. A few times it took a little longer. Before I met Wilhelm, the ghost that hung around the longest was in my office for about six months. Um, but, you know, we got them sorted in the end and, and they were happy to be able to move on once everything was figured out. Sounds like it makes uh, your job a lot more complicated. Because you have to work with bodies and solve the traumas? Well, in a sense, I suppose. But it's all just part of patient care. Um, the bodies were never very difficult to figure out because um, they're all more or less the same once you get in there. So when something is abnormal, it's usually pretty easy to spot. Once you've seen enough normal organs, the, the odd one out is, is usually fairly obvious. Um, I suppose it, it might have been different in a different area. Um, but, you know, I, I lived on a fairly quiet, um, boring, I know you and Solias would call it boring. It was a quiet and boring little colony. There wasn't anything ever very exciting or terrifying happening there. So, you know, when people died, the deaths weren't usually very exciting or terrifying. So resolving unfinished business typically followed that pattern as well. Mm. Well, um... There's another thing I've been thinking. All right. It's okay if you don't want to answer it or if this is a not nice question to ask. Okay. You said before uh, the Kelenvore doesn't like undead, right? Right. And I think we learned from the station thing that you have the undead body and then like the ghost, right? They're separate. Yes. Mm -hmm. Is it possible for someone to consent to their body being a zombie, like organ donor, but more? 
Um, well, anything is possible. Um, that seems very improbable, however. Is this just a hypothetical question? Yeah, I was just thinking about it when I couldn't sleep that first night we got off the station. Well, I suppose that makes sense. I, I suppose I would um, say the, the big difference between, you know, organ donation and full body donation? That doesn't make any sense. Um, I, I suppose in, in very, very weird limited cases, like perhaps if you have an elderly parent that you want to be taken care of and something awful happens and you die before they do, so... Maybe you want your body reanimated so it can continue to care for you. That, oh, that would be very uncomfortable for the parent. I don't know why anyone would do that to their mother. <laughs> no, I, I honestly, I can't think of anything hypothetically that would, why, why anyone would want to do that versus, you know, organ donation is, is meant to benefit the person being donated to, you know, people in kidney failure obviously can't live without their kidneys. So if a new kidney is donated, they can continue to live. So there's a benefit there. But um, I'm I'm really drawing a blank on full body. I I I no no I I'm not having I I can't think of anything. I'm I'm sorry, Ao. Skeleton dance crew. Um. So, I, who would that benefit? I don't know. I was just saying things out loud. Oh, all right. That that's fair. I see where you're coming from. It's. Not usually something that can't be solved with another method. Right. I wouldn't know. I failed biology at school. What was school like where you grew up? Well, I was a combination of uh, homeschooling and private schooling, mostly. They wanted the best of the best for me, but I didn't... Maybe I shouldn't say I didn't do well so much as maybe I didn't try as hard as I probably could have. It was very boring. Did you... Do you have no interest in any academic subjects? I, I do... Well, I, I personally did very much enjoy biology. Um, I can understand why someone wouldn't. Were there perhaps other intellectual pursuits that, that drew your interest more? Uh... Oh, I hated math. All right, all right. Uh... I couldn't understand chemistry because it was like math, but with more units. Yes, um, there's a lot to chemistry, yes. And I like PE, but they didn't really grade that much. I don't think that really counts. You're quite good, I've, I've noticed. You're quite good with computers. Uh, that really wasn't something I was taught in school. Really? That's something I kind of learned myself. Interesting. There was a lot of hours where I was left unsupervised with a computer, and a connection to the internet. So there's a lot of stuff that you learn on the internet that you don't really learn in any class, good and bad. Yes, you don't have to tell me that. I'm, I'm aware. It is kind of interesting to me, though, that apparently your, your formal education was so rigid and structured, but they, they left you unattended with the internet. They must not have realized what they were doing? Uh, probably. Honestly, I think my mother just handed me off to whatever tutor was available. Treated them as both tutor and babysitter. Sometimes we would finish lessons early and then I just had time to myself. So, your mother wasn't a very active... 
participant in your education? I mean, she, there was something she tried. She uh, took a lot of interest in, that's a law education. She oversaw that personally. Uh, given what I know of your mother, I suppose that makes sense. Um, you know, you've talked about your mother a bit before, um, but you never really mentioned your father. Was, was he around at all? Honestly, I don't remember much of him. He wasn't around, not she was ever around at all. Uh, my mother never really talked about him or mentioned him. I mean, I tried to do some looking myself, but I didn't really come up with anything. Is that, um, I, I apologize if this is an insensitive question. I'm, I'm not very familiar at all with fairy culture. Is that common? Or was that just something unique to your mother? Uh, I mean, I guess it's no more common than in any other culture, I think. As long as I can remember, I've only ever had one... Well, at this point, I'm not sure I can even call them a parent for all they were around. Sure. Um, you mentioned private school. Did you have classmates? Did you have uh, peers who were your age? I had some friends, but a lot of them were the uppity, rich kid type, which, I mean, I guess I was too. But I guess I never really clicked with them, if that makes any sense. That does make sense. Finch can see it perfectly. I was always the one that wanted to, you know, run around and get dirty and be active, and no one else really wanted to do that. They just wanted to sit around and gossip about nothing, or whoever Becky was dating that week. There's always a Becky, isn't there? Always a Becky. Weird, someone should do a study on that sometime. There's so many <laughs> fucking Beckys. They're so universal across cultures and societies. It is a weirdly common name. Fucking Becky. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Yes? Becky was like a god or something. It just kind of spread through the galaxy and everyone started naming things after her. The god of mean girls? Yes. That would make sense. I mean, there's good gods. There has to be bad gods and mean gods, I guess. It's all about balance, right? It's all about balance, yes. Uh, you know, Ao, um, it's a little bit of a subject change, but I feel like I haven't really ever had the chance to just, um, well, I did once right after we broke out of, um, you know, but after that, and especially after everything that went on on Osiris, I just, I really want to just thank you for being you. What do you mean? Well... There's something about the way, no matter how dire the circumstances seem, you always manage to maintain your optimism. And I find that to be very comforting, even in, in the worst situation. And looking back on everything now, I'm just, I'm very grateful for it. Because if, if you hadn't been there, I, again, I've said this before, I don't know what I would have done. So just thank you. Please keep it up. I mean, that was, honestly, it was something my uh, martial arts mentor would teach. Oh? That there's a lot of things wrong in the universe. A lot of bad, a lot of hurt. I mean, as easy as it is to focus on it and get worried, sometimes it's best to just focus on what you can affect. Kicking Mog the Mad in the throat. Yeah, see, at that time, that was the one thing I could do. <laughs> it did work remarkably well. I'm glad it did. I think we all are. Zelias most of all, I would guess. 
Mm-hmm. And um, I know we, our whole situation on this ship probably isn't your cup of tea most of the time. But honestly, I'm glad you're here with us. I mean, we would have died, I don't know how many times without you. I prefer not to think about it. Um... I mean, even without the whole healing thing, you're always the one that's you know, keeping us on track, keeping us from doing very bad things. Sometimes I know I get caught up in the moment and don't think consequences through. I'm glad you're here to catch me on that before unfortunate things happen. Well, most of the time. I do regret a little bit not catching the oo-woo before it happened, but um, <laughs> all things considered, we were able to get out of that without too much problem. I don't regret the oo one bit. <laughs> Just so you know. You know what? That's fine. It had that coming. I hope you made it at least mildly uncomfortable. That was the plan. I was gonna do it to uh, Niccolo too, but then Zelias punched him to death. You know... I had a whole speech planned out and everything, but oh. I guess I didn't need it. Well, keep it in your back pocket. I'm I'm sure, as much as I hate to consider it, I'm sure we will be running into more people like Niccolo. Mm-hmm. There will be other opportunities. Hopefully ones that don't result with the captain biting their throat out, because that really was something to witness, and I'd rather not witness it again. Yeah, that was... I mean, it made a statement, but... At the same time, it was maybe a little much. <laughs> nah. Like, we went straight from, like, PG-13 to NC-17. He was very upset. Um, I feel like I know, at least as well as most people, that you can do some regrettable things when you're upset. I don't think he regrets it, of course. Um, but, mm-hmm. you know, I understand at least why he did it. Yeah. I get it, too. I always had some anger issues as a kid. Well, you seem to be managing them much better now. Because I channel them through stupidity rather than anger. And we're all proud of her for it. We are. (laughs) Well, I think um, on the whole, you're... You know, I would hesitate to call it stupidity. Um, There is a method to your madness that shows a bit more, I think... Is there? I could could be convinced otherwise. Well, I think... um, your little moments show a lot more deliberation and thought than might otherwise go into such a thing. She thinks of the uwu moment again. Uh-huh. That, that might have not been thought out. No. Eh. It's fine. But we all do things in the heat of the moment. Mm-hmm. But the uwu thing aside, um, some of Ao's little pranks have been a lot more deliberate than just, you know, spur of the moment. At least that's how it seems to Finch. Maybe they're just blinded by adoration because they fucking love you, Ao. You're such a good bean. Oh, Ao loves Finch too. Hmm. Wants them to chill out more. They are chilling out. Which is why we're here. At the spa with cucumbers on our eyes. I think there's a, like a moment of silence. Well, like a good long minute or so of silence. Mm-hmm. And then you just hear a crunch. <laughs> Ao, what was that? I'm gonna left more cucumbers over here. Oh. All right, that's fine. Crunch, crunch, crunch. Ao just nomming down on the cucumbers. Might as well. Might as well. Where's Nick? You all want these are pretty good. Sure, I'll have one. Yes. Ao like gets a cucumber, like tosses it over Finch, uh, forgetting that they have cucumbers over their eyes. Uh huh. So it might just like plap against their face. Bouncing cukes off of Finch's face. I think um, 
<laughs> well, obviously Finch didn't see it coming, so they jump, they're startled at the contact of this wet little slap on their face. Ew. But because they're with Ao, I think they can put two and two together pretty quickly. They just once they get over the shock of being smacked in the face with a cucumber, they reach up, they peel it up off of their forehead and nom. Nom. <laughs> oh, you're right. These all pretty good. Maybe on the way back we can find a farmer's market or something, buy a couple cucumbers, you can make cucumber sandwiches. Oh, that sounds good. Well, it might be a little late for a farmer's market to be open. That's true. Maybe um, in the morning. Yeah. We can get up. Um, well, we should check and see if, if there is one. I feel like I saw a pamphlet. There's so many pamphlets. Um, we'll see what time it opens and um, and just get up and go. And the captain can sleep in. Sounds like a plan. All right. Good plan. Do elves sleep in? Never understood how elves do the whole sleep, not sleep thing. Well, it's called meditation, but it is more like a very light sleep. Um, I haven't known many elves in my life, but um, I, I feel like Zolias is the example of a... Um, he definitely does seem to like his bedtime. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know how unusual that is, or if it's unusual. I can't really blame him. Bed is very nice. Yes. When we can get it. Yes! Looking forward to the beds in the hotel. Mm-hmm. Seem quite nice. Oh, and on the hotel, you have a lot more room to do the morning aerobics. <sighs> yes, yes, we will. We do need to get back into that. Out of character, did they ever stop? I mean, obviously they weren't doing it on the uh, Haunted Space Station. Yeah, they weren't doing it on the ship, so... Uh, but uh, to AO, like, even just three or four days of not doing it is blasphemy. <laughs> oh, even though they're, like, running and fighting for their lives during those three to four days? Okay. That's aerobics. I mean, yeah. Still a broken habit. Yeah. Structure aerobics is different from fighting for your life. Of course. And much more important. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> Listen, habit's still broken. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so I guess we'll we'll get up, we'll go to the farmer's market, and then when we come back, um, we'll do aerobics. Sounds like a plan. Finch is slightly less enthusiastic about this, but they are determined to do their best. Add a Finch. And then we'll see what uh, Elias and Galva found out with Mark. See what they're going to do. Yes. Yes. Alright. Yep. Yep, I think that's it. So Finch and Ao have a very nice girls' day at the spa. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Alright. So, uh, after you guys have your little cleanse at the spa, you make it back. I think by then, Zelias and Galva have come back. Oh, yeah. Hey. So who's going to break it to him? <sighs> break what? Oh, that we gave him the sword. Oh. Oh, I guess probably Ao and Finch maybe come back after Zelias and Galva since they have yeah. a little more traveling to do. Yeah. Yeah, we've probably just been sitting around drinking. You know what? Yeah. Hey, Galva finally got her drink with the captain. Yes. Fuck yeah. Woo. Finally. Do you guys want to chat? Do we want to chat? You want to do a little drinky drinky social link? Sure, I guess. <laughs> drinky drinky social linky? Go for it. Can't stop it. No. Now I don't want to. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you made it weird. You made it, you made it cute. Yeah, Ant made it weird. I mean, I guess let's just pick up where we left off when we're leaving Marg's Casa de la Marg. The Marg Hut. The Marg, Marg Hut. Barg. That's not a word. The Marg Barge? I said the Margzoleum. That's right, yeah. I yeah. can't believe you'd say such a thing. Wow. 
Eh. I can't. No, it's pretty good. Okay, I guess we're drinking. Um, yeah. So that that went well, I think. Oh, that went a little better than I thought it would. We didn't even really have to get him that drunk, did we? I'm a little disappointed about that. I bet he'd be hilarious when he's just sloshed. Well, we're going to be seeing a lot more of him. Maybe we'll have other opportunities. I, I mean, if we're working, it's probably not a great idea to get him wasted. But also, mm. if he's wasted and he like dies mysteriously, also, that might work for us. Well, we'll see what happens. Do you want him dead or do you not? You're never really clear on it. I, you know, just depends on my mood that day. Right now, I think I'm alright with him being alive. But if he gives me a reason, then uh, the old fireball will get him. As it gets everyone else. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I you know, Honestly, on that subject, I feel very badly about the amount of times I've set you on fire. It hasn't been that many, has it? It's been more than one, and that's kind of a lot. Most people don't survive that. I guess I'm not most people. I, I mean... No, you're one person. Honestly... The last time I was actually grateful for it, I'd much rather be surrounded by fire than by those slimes or oozes or whatever they were. Gooshers. They were gross. They were very gross. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm glad I could help, but also a fire hurts. Are you, uh, I, uh, I've been on fire a lot, so it's not great. You don't seem to mind it all that much. I'm kind of used to it. I kind of make fire so like yeah it's fine well i i think i don't mind getting used to it it comes in handy sometimes um they don't seem to see it coming what fire yeah hitting them with fire that will also hit us it's a great <laughs> surprise <laughs> well now that you put it that way no you've got a very good point they don't expect me to set my own ass ablaze uh, so when they're grappling me, and then I do that, they they make the shocked Pikachu face. Can't believe you did that! Whoa! I guess Pikachu is canon in this universe now. I guess Pikachu is, exists in this world. It's fine. It's fine. We have so many other things that exist in this world. Why not Pikachu's? Yeah, that's that's legit. But that's the only Pokemon that exists in this world. Just Pikachu. Just the Pikachu. <laughs> but anyway. But anyway. I mean, it's not always a bad option. It's, I mean, I guess I can see why it gets on Finch's nerves sometimes. I mean, they are the medic, so yeah. And we do need to do something about the damage it's causing that collar of yours. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Back in the space station, I kind of, it wasn't... At the forefront of my mind, let's say. So the couple times I did become on fire, I just wasn't thinking. Understandable. I don't think all of us were performing our best there by the end. Uh, by the end? Fuck, yeah. Other than that, that that very final fireball, I'm still very impressed by that, but... Um... <laughs> well, the spaceship helped quite a lot, but... But, um, what was I saying? Uh, yes, so, I think it's forgivable enough that you got a bit reckless with it. Um, the DDR machine getting fireballed might have been a bit much. Oh, yeah. But luckily, you know, Finch was ready to go with that, with that 
counter spell, so Yeah, no, it's that fine. was a very good thing. Um all's well that ends well. That was that was a very good move on uh on the part of our good uh, our good doctor, wasn't it? and sorry about surprising you. It, it, I mean it was exciting and a bit of a bright spot in a not very bright place, so that no, I agree. That was the least horrible thing that happened. It did confuse me greatly. <laughs> I don't know why it went down the way that it did, but that's fine. Uh, it worked, and I didn't have to kill a zombie, and life is good. Yeah, that was not how I thought exorcisms worked, but I have no idea. Can't complain with results. Uh, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I know nothing about it. Anyway, so. <laughs> The point is, though, that you don't have to apologize for that. And honestly, I think the bigger problem is just that we need to figure out some way that we can get that color of yours protected. I mean, even if we somehow convinced you to swear off fireballs for the rest of your life, which... Oh, that's not going to happen. I didn't think that was going to yeah. happen. Well, see, even if I did... Yeah, I mean, even if you did, there's the enemies... That will fireball me. Hmm. Or cast other spells. I mean, yeah. I mean, honestly, all it would take is one shatter spell to maybe. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. That don't sound good. It really doesn't. This color sucks. I've been doing a bit of research, and I think, I think I'd like to try and find some way to, not fix it, but find some way to protect that weak point you've made in it so that it doesn't get any further stress or strain. It's yeah, sort of a difficult problem, though, because um, for one thing, I can't just take it off, repair it, and put it back on. Right. It's kind of in my body. Mm. And, you know, that, that limits the amount of things I can do to it because um, the way I would want to repair it would probably be um, with a little bit of welding and you don't want that near your neck. You really don't want that near your neck. I'm not really afraid of hot things near my skin. That's... I do set myself on fire on purpose sometimes. It's really different than a fireball though. Because it's like metal and it's on your skin. I get it. A little bit of discomfort for, like, a few minutes is better than, like, becoming a black hole and killing all of you. And myself. Alright, well, we'll make that a plan B, but, um... Sure. Yeah, fixing it wouldn't work, because then I wouldn't be able to use magic again, I think. Yeah, that too. Honestly, I, I would love to know more about how it actually works, but... I would too! Most of the time, when I the way I learn how something like that works would be to take it apart. Yeah, not the best option at this point. I think I don't think it is an option. I, mean, I don't think it is either. We we already tried defusing a bomb once. It didn't go well. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. It did not go well. I almost shat my pants. I'm glad you didn't. Um, I'm glad I didn't too, because I like those pants. I don't want to shit in front of my crewmates also. That that also uh, important as well. Yes. But my pants mostly. But yeah, I'm, I'll see what I can do to... I'd like to make something that can just... I don't know, put a nice little shield on that spot so that... Um, like a tooth filling, but less molten. Actually, sort of similar to how I described it to Finch. Ooh, great minds think alike, yeah? 
Yeah, apparently. And Gothel, like, takes a moment to reflect on the numerous times that she's said something to someone. They're like, oh, yeah, the captain said the same thing. How does that work? What keeps happening? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's like we can overhear each other's private conversations and it keeps coming back around. Holy tits. Whoa. Except it doesn't happen on purpose. No, it doesn't. (laughs) Nope. I don't plan what I say for sure. It never happens on purpose. Cool. Anyway, honestly, I'd like to spend some time. I I don't know if I could really do much here, especially since um, you guys are saying I shouldn't do too much work while we're on vacation. It is a vacant, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I mean, if you're having fun with the blacksmith stuff, then yeah, fucking do that if that's what you want to do. If that's your way of relaxing, do it. I mean, it is a little fun. Um, yeah. But I mean, I also do want to do things with the rest of you. I, I mean, it, honestly, I know that we're hoping this relic that marks after is something that we can plug into moot, but either way, it's. Kind of a fun treasure hunt, you know? Yeah. This feels a lot more chill than the last shit we had to hunt down, at least so far. Yeah, that wasn't quite the quick plundering that I was hoping it would be. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I promise pirate life isn't always that fucking insane. Sometimes it is just a quick little treasure hunt on a fancy planet like this. With Marg. (laughs) How often does it get that insane? I, I don't know. Not not like that. It hasn't been this crazy in like a very long time. It just suddenly ramped up like to 11 all of a sudden after we broke out of jail. It's, it, I don't know. It's, after ugh. you met us. Yeah, you guys are fucking nuts. I'm joking. I love you guys. Definitely not your fault. Um, I'm going to blame Moot. Not Moot's fault either. Well, maybe it is. What, you think Moot's some sort of catastrophe magnet? Absolutely not. I just think that these relics we gotta keep finding for him are just... Mm. It's the relics. It's not Moot. They're just in crazy places with crazy situations required to get to them. And I I don't know why. Well, we've also picked a bit of a personal feud with the, the authority. That, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I've always had kind of that, but... Well, yes, but... Gala stops and she thinks, he's like, actually, how bad did it get with that? Like, were you just crossing swords the way pirates do? Or did you do these sort of um, things like the Niccolo video, sort of making it personal often? Um, that's a toughie. My history with the authority goes back very far. Very far. Like... My first day as a pirate far, it's just, it's been crazy. I haven't really done a lot of too bonkers stuff, though, since then. Just, you know, basic piracy stuff here and there, and, you know, deliberately pissing them off for funsies and stealing all their shit. Right. Also for funsies. But that's the first thing that kind of just stuck with me, and they don't like me very much, and now my bounty's raising, and it's kind of funny to me. Yeah, I guess, I'll be honest, I didn't think I'd ever have a bounty, never mind um, one with quite so many figures. A lot of zeros. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Is it, like, bad? It's... I think Galva, like, has to kind of sit back and think about it, take another swig of that alcohol. 
Because, <laughs> hey, it's helping. She's talking. Hell yeah. Booze it up, baby. <laughs> this is why she drinks it. To make more mouth sounds. <laughs> to get over the negative two charisma and just say things. Uh, <laughs> I do love Galva. I mean, I don't think it bothers me as much now as it might have before. I've sort of gotten used to the idea that I'm probably never going back to the other side of the law. Is that really such a bad thing, though? Just after seeing what we've seen of that law, the shit they pull on people that don't deserve it. No. Yeah, they really don't. Not that I'm trying to talk up the pirate life and saying this is the best shite ever, but I mean, they're not great. They aren't, and you know, it's not the life I imagined, but enjoying it. Well, that's good. Um, I know it's real difficult sometimes to adapt to this sort of bonkers-ass lifestyle, but um, I will say the three of you are doing a pretty good job. Even Doc is adapting much better than I thought they would. I mean... Probably just because they have a, yeah. an emotional support skill. Well, I mean, I think the more you live it, the more comfortable you get with it. Um, I don't know if they look comfortable. Well, they do seem allergic to danger sometimes. Um, <laughs> Honestly, that's relatable. Yeah, but I mean, I think... And she's like, she was just saying this to Wilhelm earlier, but <laughs> I do think that Part of it is learning that it's not always such a bad thing. That, you know, even if things go wrong, we can always just get things back to the way they should be. And it's like they say, no risk, no reward. Yeah. I mean, it's not always going to turn out well, but you kind of learn to roll with what comes at you. Exactly. Roll with the punches. That's, that's the way that goes. Yes. Exactly. I get punched a lot. I mean, I'm trying to stop that. Eh, I mean, you're doing a good job. Thank you, Captain. When I'm not a jackass and run into the middle of fight going, Hey, don't don't punch me, but I'll set you on fight. Like, I, I'm trying to get better about that. I mean, I think you have been doing better. Um, at least it seems that way to me. Um, Aw, that's good. I know that one incident with the door. I know you weren't trying to run into another fight. I get that. Oh, that thing was fucked up. Uh, you just opened the door and you collapsed. I I, I thought... was open the door, then I was on the floor. And then I was on the floor in a different spot because someone threw me, I think. That was Ayo. That's that she did a very good job of throwing me. Yes. Fuck. Um I mean it was not the most polite way to move you, but um it worked. Eh. I was unconscious. What could I do? Yeah. Can't complain about results. Exactly. Especially because, yeah, I think we all just sort of sprang into action, um, trying to get you away from whatever it was that did that. That was the one with the long face, right? Yes. The one that looks like the, the yip yip aliens. Y yeah, yeah. I'm not familiar with those aliens, but- Neither um, am I. I don't know where the, that came from. The, the big mouth that Ayo threw the little statue into <laughs> and exploded into the elephant. I love that. <laughs> She's so fucked up in the head. I love her. She does some very interesting strategies. She is very clever, very innovative. Yes. All of you guys are just so... I'm so lucky I found a crew as fucking weird and kind of wonderful as you guys. 
That probably didn't sound like a compliment, but it was. I mean, I'll take it as one. Thank you. Good, thank you. Because otherwise I have to rethink the way I said it and then say it in a better way. No, I think I think the way you said it is fine. Good, good. Good, good talk we had just now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think this actually is an awkward silence here because Gal was thinking of bringing something up. I think she's like kind of leans forward and she's like, I did want to actually ask about something. Um, so back at the start of that station when we found the ghost crew. Oh, yeah. And then I dropped the one down the hole. Yes. Yes, you <laughs> you did drop their captain. I think you set it on fire, too. It's okay. It's all on fire now. <laughs> yes. Another, I guess it actually was a one grand cremation of all those trapped souls and bodies. Yeah, so I'd call it a job well done. Anyway, sorry, back to what you were saying. Um, so, I mean, I know I sort of, um, when I was trying to figure out, when Nevin was trying to explain to us who she was, I know I sort of, um, jumped to the conclusion that I'm acting as the first mate here. Um, I mean, I've been trying to. I, I guess I've been wondering about something. Yeah, shoot. Well... I have been wondering. I mean, and I look. I'm not. I'm not trying to suggest anything here. I, I guess I'm just trying to sort of um, set some expectations. Um, so we're going to find your old crew. I have every confidence that we're going to find your old crew. Um, and I mean, I, I guess. Well, there's no such thing as two first mates or anything like that. Um. I know I'm just sort of, I mean, you're a dread pirate. You're one of the the most famous? Well, I'm a regular pirate. I just have the highest bounty, probably out of all the others. Right. I think you can go ahead and add dread in that. I call myself first class pirate. All right. Yeah. So you're a first class pirate. You probably, (laughs) I don't actually know much about your crew, but I'm going to go ahead and assume that you've had basically the pick of the litter that these are some of the best of the best out there and so when we do rejoin them i i i, I how's guess it I gonna should... work when we find yeah. my crew and i've got two first mates all of a sudden it's like oh fuck what do i do yes that's basically what i'm getting at i mean hmm. i'm i will say that i'm i want to stay part of the crew either way i just oh i just guess i should i'm trying to Make sure that I know if I shouldn't be getting too comfortable. That's... Hmm. I haven't really thought about that. You'd think that's kind of important. I should think about it, right? <laughs> uh, but it's me. Well, I mean, I think actually finding the crew takes priority. Right. I need to name my, uh, my first mate. What's his name? <laughs> Gus. 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 And, and he's a furbolg. Got him. Gus the Furbolg. Gus the Furbolg. Okay. He's my first mate, Aunt. <laughs> write that down. <laughs> Gus the Furbolg. You write that down. It's your it's your crew. Gus? Okay. U.S. Two S's. Gus. Uh, we already have an NPC with the name Gus with two S's. Fuck me, really? Yeah. <gasps> the little kobold guy who, um... Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, the, the little the, black the, market the, guy. The black market kobold guy. His name oh. was Gus because he was sus. Oh my god. You're right. Okay, so he can't be Gus. Um <laughs> Jennifer. 
Jennifer with a G. I hate you guys. <laughs> Jennifer with a G. Uh, it's a it's a it's a man full bog named Jennifer. Why is his name Jennifer? Because it's a full fur bog name. Don't fucking ask questions. Okay. A man named I... Jennifer. <laughs> it's a perfectly normal fur bog name. Yeah. Listen, he's he's, he's Jenny from the block. <gasps> fur bog. You're right. <laughs> I hate this game. Motherfucker. <laughs> G-E-N-N-Y. Jenny from the block. Okay. Jenny Fur. <laughs> Jenny Fur. There we go. Is, okay, <gasps> but is it like Jenny Fur, F-I-R, like F-I-R, like Fur J-E-N-N-I-F-U-R-R. Oh, okay. Jenny Fur, the Fur Jenny Fur. <laughs> it, it confuses people. There we go. Jennifer, the Fur Okay. <laughs> Where was I? All right. Well, once we find the crew... Huh. I'm gonna have to talk to Jennifer. About it? Jennifer's my first mate. Right. Me other first mate. Very agreeable guy, though. I don't think he'll have a problem with working out something. There's no reason I can't have a first mate and, like, a 1.2 mate or something. Fuck it. I'm the captain. I make the goddamn rules, you know? You do raise a good point. Jennifer can be first mate, maybe. You can be bodyguard, which is basically first mate, except with more muscles. Sort of an enforcer. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Oh, that sounds cool. <laughs> All right. First mate, first enforcer. Shit. I'm making new crude ranks, dude. Oh, this is good. <laughs> How much of this have I drank so far? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think I need to catch up a bit. Maybe. I drink too much. <laughs> I mean, doesn't seem like too much to me, but... I mean, you're also like three times my size and I'm a tiny, tiny man. That's true, and I guess um, with the warriors, you know, sword fighters and all that, um, mm. you tend to bump shoulders with a lot of big guys who do a lot of heavy drinking. Oh, I'm sure. I have been in drinking contests that would probably kill you. <laughs> I don't doubt that. I'm not joking. No, I, I, I don't doubt that. <laughs> I 100% believe everything you've just told me. But, I mean, it worked out fine. I'm still here. Yeah. I don't think I am any worse off for it. No, as long as your livers and kidneys and all are working. They, they get a lot of exercise. This is one liver, right? Two kidneys? I, I don't know. You'd have to ask the doctor. I should know this. I have organs. <laughs> I, <I'm... laughs> it's one liver. Galva can't tell if this is, if he's talking like this because he's drunk or because it's just the captain and this is how he is. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this time it's because he's he's fucking drunk. I mean, it's not as if you can see them. They're inside your body, so you can't really count to check. There's like some frogs that you can see through. Is there? I think so. It's either frogs or it's fish. I mean, I hmm. Fish does sound right. I I there are some fish that are they have some strange bodies. Yeah. Animals are weird. <laughs> this conversation I mean, got weird. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and I mean, like, the fish fins. They, they kind of get transparent at, like, the edges. The... Huh. Anyway. Yeah? <laughs> anyway, that, that went places, didn't it? Galva starts missing her fish back on the ship. Oh, <laughs> Well, that's okay. They're just on the ship. We didn't yeah. leave them in a haunted space station to explode. I think at this point we can say that they continue 
talking utter drunk nonsense until the other two get back. About see-through frogs and shit? <laughs> about frogs and animals. Oh, I love that. Sea Aww. creatures. about cute animals and fucked up sea creatures. And that's what Finch and Ao can return to. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're bonding and drinking and talking about fucked up animals and... Yeah, perfect. <laughs> like, by the time they get back, these two are both clearly some level of drunk. <laughs> Do they both have the giggles or just Elias? Does Galva get Is Galva giggler? Can Galva giggle? Can she do it? I mean, Flip I a think... coin. Or a dice, I guess. Flip a dice. The thing is, I have said that she hides her laughter before, that, like, she doesn't want to get caught laughing at some of the shit that the captain says. He does say some shit. I don't yeah. know. Sorry. So I don't think she's having a giggle fit, but I think she might have let some slip during the conversation. <laughs> Ooh, Zelias got to hear Galva laugh. When they got onto, like, a, a whale boners or something. Anyway. Right, so Ao and Finch return. Yes. Yeah. So they enter the place. We come in. I wait. We're back. Hey! Where'd you go? We went to a spa. Ooh, fancy. It was. I, that's good. Did you eat the cucumbers? Yes. Good. They're healthy, and you should. They're very good for your stomach. And your mouth. And your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you been drinking? <laughs> A stupid question. Why did I even ask? You're so funny. How? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. He sent us to drink, so we drank. Yeah. <sighs> he also sent you with the mug to not get drunk. Oh, oh, we didn't get drunk there. I didn't use that when we were there. I didn't drink anything when we were there. But when we got back, and there's just booze sitting here, I'm like, well, I can't just let it go oh. to waste, you oh, know? Oh, all right. That's um. You want one? You know what? Sure, I'll have, yeah, you I'll do. have something to drink. I will pour Finch a cup. <laughs> Galva was kind of like starting to lounge on the couch and when she hears that Finch is drinking, she slams a fist down and sits back up like, <laughs> alright, we're doing this again. <laughs> <laughs> I will hand Finch a drink of the booze. Ayo, you, you want also to have uh, there's like a thimble, I think. Uh, sure. Okay. I don't know if there's a thimble, but she gets a little cup of booze, I guess. Ao just takes a normal size shot glass. Yep, perfect. That looks like your size, I think. I fill it up all the way. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> My hands aren't steady, ants. I've had a drink or two, or six. Or 16. Or 16. Right, well, um, so you said you didn't have anything to drink while you were in the room, so... That's correct. He invited you in. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right, how did it go? It was great. So we got there, right? And knocked on the door and he yes. didn't answer. So I did it again. Right. And I was like, it's room service. And then he opened, right? And he's wearing one of those big, fluffy, comfortable looking robes that they kind of just have sitting around here. And I'm like, that don't look like Marg, but it was obviously Marg. <laughs> oh, all right. He doesn't like being called marginal. He hates being called marginal. He's like, how'd you find out my name? And I don't think I told him I might have. I don't remember. Goodness, I, I wonder why. It's, it's, I'm going to call him marginal every time I see him from now on. Well, not here while we're working with him. No, we're not going to do oh, that. Oh, we're all working wanna... with him. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we got him to uh, accept an offer to uh, help him find uh, whatever relic he's looking for. I figure... If it's not something we need for moots, he can just keep it. I don't care. If it's a moot relic, then it's mine. Well, it's moots. 
Uh, and he can suck my dick. Or if we like it. If we like or if it we like lot. it very much. Um, um, did I say that? I don't remember saying that. But we didn't tell him. No, no, we didn't tell him. That would be stupid. <laughs> 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 yep. I suppose it would also be stupid to point out that if the relic is not something that we could feed to Moot, we might just let him have it, you know, for goodwill or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he can have it. I don't care. Um, I gave him alcohol. Yeah, you you know that part. Yes, uh, I was there when you purchased it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, he drank it. So, um... Um, yeah, I how, think that's it. How... How did you get him to agree? That oh seems like a tall order. Oh 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 oh. So, uh, what's it called? He wanted collateral. That's the one. A little collateral. So, what did you give him? What did you give him? Oh, just some crap from the bag with the sword. I think. Yeah, the sword. Sword. Yeah, the sword. The one that's not this one that I'm using. Not the it's good, good swords. Not the, the good the... sword. The bad sword. The, but we, the evil the, one. the cursed sword. The cursed, yes, that that is the word. The cursed. You sword. gave Mark I told the bad. It was enchanted. The cursed sword we Mark found on Osiris Station. <laughs> um, yeah. The vengeance sword. I wasn't gonna give him mine. A curse is a type of enchantment. It it can be. It's a curse. It can be broken. It's fine. I don't really care. He can keep that. Also, it should be his. It should be. It's like fate. That that sword, it <laughs> called out to me saying, put me in this man's hands. <laughs> this is where I belong. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. I feel like at this point, Finch is ignoring <laughs> Zelias a little bit and they're staring incredulously at Galva because I don't, think, I don't think they have <laughs> ever seen this woman inebriated. <laughs> it takes a lot. And my God. Her. It is an experience. It's so good. Ayo just staring with like the biggest smile on her face. <laughs> oh shit, Galva's drunk. <laughs> oh no. Galva's drunk and saying some shit and it's good. Yeah, so yep. I guess Finch will look down to the cup of alcohol that Zelias has poured them. Kind of inspect it, like, you know, give it a little look, give it a little sniff. Then they'll they'll bring it to their lips and they'll give it a little taste. And they'll be like, mm, okay, all right. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, um, so we're going to be talking about this again in the morning when you're sober. Um, but I'm just going to plant the little seed right now. We're definitely going to need to stay on this man's good side. Um, yeah, we're on his good side. Of course, of course. I'm of course. on the best side of him I've ever been on right now. Yes, and you should stay there so he doesn't use that cursed sword on you. That was just a sword of shit. I got fighter balls. Mm. It's fine. Oh my god. Besides, Look, you're not is... my mother. I can I can handle it. All right. He is not Marg the Vengeful. He is Marg the Magmatimus. Magnumopus. I somehow find it very difficult to believe he will remain magnanimous for long. Eh. All I right. Mean... Well, um, what's the next step? So he wants to meet us for brunch. Tomorrow, at 11 downstairs. At 11, all right. Well, Ao, that will give you and I plenty of time to get to the farmer's market, and then afterwards we can all do aerobics together. Yeah. Why? Because we've got to get back on that. I'm, I'm aerobic? Because it's important to Ao and Galva. 
I'm so aerobic right now. It's fine. No, Captain, you're drunk right now. That's not the same thing. <laughs> he does wow. get very agile when he, he's drunk. He's difficult to pick up. Yes, like a cat. <laughs> like Aww, a cat. He, his bones melt. Yes, he, I've, I've observed. Really? He is very cat-like sometimes. No. A little. No. I, I I tried to pick you up and and you and you didn't. When? The the last no one Well that one time you fell off the ship. That's it. That's the time. When was that? Um You were mad I... about something oh. Reese had said, so you walked off the ship before yes. Moot could extend the ramp. And oh that's you right. Fell. <laughs> well that's because Reese oh Reese, I need to call him. Why do you need to call him? I wanna ask him who hired Marg. I bet he could figure it out. Right. Oh, but he's busy. I don't care. Okay. It's Reese. If you don't know, he can figure it out, or he can just tell us later. I don't really need to know right this second. Where's my space phone? What is your space phone, Captain? Uh, it's in all my pockets. All of them at once. <laughs> no, shut up. Hang, hang on, hang on. Call my, call my, call my phone. Yeah, yeah. That's let me, let me call your phone. Right. <laughs> Kelva pulls out her phone. Okay. Should I roll something to see if I dial the correct number? Oh my god, you guys! <laughs> listen, shut up. Listen, you get to be Reese. So I feel like Finch's blood pressure definitely spiked when they told them that they gave Mark the mad, the vengeful cursed sword. But watching this clown show. They are doing their best to force themselves to relax, so they're leaning back in the couch. They've got this this drink of alcohol. They have another another little sip. Good. And they just observe, and they're just trying to, okay, this is happening. We'll just accept it and deal with it. It's fine. So I'm just going to go ahead and say, I think Galva tries to call Elias' phone, but just dials Reese instead. <laughs> that works. <laughs> so we're just listening for the phone when he picks up. Oh my god. He actually doesn't. It goes to voicemail. Oh. Oh. He is busy. Let me let me leave him a message. Maybe he's asleep. He doesn't sleep. He's an elf. Maybe he's meditating. Maybe he's meditating. He'd wake up to a phone. Maybe he eh. doesn't meditate next to his phone. Eh. I wouldn't if I slept that lightly. You know what? Yeah, that's fair. Alright, um, can I, let me shout a message at him. Okay, oh, here, 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 take it, take it. Okay, I take it. Did it, did it, it beep? Reese, it's it's Elias. Look, I'm on Yalva's phone. Don't worry about that. Call my phone uh, when you get a chance. I have a thing to ask you about a, a guy. Um, you should just ask him now on the message so that you oh, can start on I it. I could just ask you now on the message. Beep. And I think uh, the message ends. I think I ran out of time to talk. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm like, oh. Hello? Galva? Yeah, yes. Call him again? Uh, all right, all right. Only let this me, time, me... do the exact same thing you did last time. I, I just want you guys to know. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I, want you to, I want you to understand something. Okay. So, mm -hmm. Reese is a job, right? Okay? Yeah. This job is likely covert. If you start blowing up his phone, <laughs> you might be killing Reese. I would assume he doesn't have his phone on making sounds when he's being covert. He should be smart, Ant. People make mistakes. Well, that sounds like his problem. Like handing someone a cursed fucking sword of vengeance <laughs> as collateral. Okay. Too late now. Galva explained that was no mistake. That was the will of the sword. <laughs> it happened. It wanted that man to be its master. Actually the dumbest people in the world. 
That makes your job a lot easier, yeah, Ant. but we make D&D fun. <laughs> well, all right. I mean, if you want to keep blowing up Reese's phone and find out what happens. I mean, that sounds like Reese's problem, doesn't it? I mean, it? that or one of our more sober people can stop Galva from doing this. Yeah. Yeah, I That's think Finch fine. will. Galva, um, why don't we just... <laughs> Zelaya's got his message in to, to call him on his phone when Reese has a chance. It's fine. All right, all right. That's fair, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Oh, but I should call his phone so we can find it. Call my phone so I can find it. Galva goes to dial Reese again. <laughs> no! <laughs> Put these two to bed. <laughs> Galva, I, um, drinking. I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think you're drunk. <laughs> I'm, I might have had a little to drink. Yes. We're bonding, dog! <laughs> Yes. You're doing so much bonding. We're, what's, good. It's good shit. That, that's good? That's good, wholesome fucking bonding shit. Well, it's like right. emotional. You're so emotional right now. I didn't say that. I said it's like emotional. I'm emotional. She's emotional. <laughs> Can't you tell? <laughs> she doesn't look any different. A, a little bit. Um, I thought that was the alcohol talking. All right, well, um, I think I'm going to go to bed. And, um, leave you to, to it. Okay. Alright. <laughs> have a good night. Um, have a, have a good night. Uh, yes. Um, sleep and stuff. You as well. And, um, I'll see you all in the morning. Good night, everyone. Uh, yeah. Good night. Bye. Finch takes their glass of alcohol with them to their room. Oh, this poor fucking person. So, yeah. <laughs> Should we smash cut to the morning at the scene that sure. Finch wakes up to? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Finch wakes up, they get out of bed, they step on Elias, he's asleep on their floor. What the fuck? Uh, I think he would have just passed out on the fucking couch at this point. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Alright, so next morning, first of all, I need both Galva and Elias to roll me con saves. Yeah. See how hungover you are? Go! Oh! Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Well, I've rolled a single one. Oh, <laughs> no. Wow. Uh, one plus con save plus five, so it's a six. Now, Zelias, you feel like your head is in a vice. Oh, everything is terrible. It is. Vacation was the worst idea. <laughs> Galva rolled a twenty-six. Oh, I want to just bond with my first mate. Galva, you are fucking radiant. She had the best night. You had Aww. a great night's sleep. You're sparkling. Your crops are watered. Your skin is moisturized. She is mixing up some kind of hangover cure for the captain who is clearly looks like he wants to die. You've got a yeah. smile on your face and a spring in your step. Aw, <laughs> she's so cute. Zelias, I think you just don't even want to get up off the floor. It's cold and it feels good. He's on the couch, I said. Oh, okay. You don't listen to my mouth. I do listen to your mouth. He just... fell off. You know what? He could have fallen off the couch in the middle of the night. Well, no, I was thinking of what, what Kiwi said when Fitch gets up and, and Zelias is on the floor and I, yeah. I mixed that up. That's okay. Ah. But whatever. I mean, look, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. He looks like shit. He feels like shit. All that matters is that you feel like shit. Yep. He looks like he wants to be dead. What time do you guys roll up out of bed? Did you tell them what time? I did. Uh... Okay. That's right. You did. <laughs> All right. Well, Finch and Ao are early risers. They get up to go to the yeah. farmer's market like they talked about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They buy yams or something. So I guess they come back with their breakfast vegetables and their um, croissants. Yep. And baked goods. 
breakfast vegetables. <laughs> yeah, I don't fucking know. <laughs> you know, like eggs. <laughs> That's a vegetable. <laughs> you could do like a omelet with tomatoes and onion. Actually, tomatoes. I mean, are fruit. honestly, you know, maybe Finch actually did pick up stuff to make like actual breakfast. Oh, good. Farmer's market breakfast. Fuck yeah. yeah. With the kitchen that we have. Do we have a kitchen? Even though you're meeting Mark for brunch? Yep. We'll eat brunch and breakfast. Breakfast wow. is early. Brunch is a little bit later. Yeah. Anyway, do you guys want to try and pick your captain up and get him functioning, or do we want to just jump to your meeting with Mark? I think we should get Zelias functioning. Yeah. What's funnier? Exactly. I think um, Ao having woken up and seen Zelias just passed out wherever he is. Yeah. She'll make it a point that they buy some good coffee. Oh, yeah. Ao's not going to have any herself, but... <laughs> not after her first experience. Ao <laughs> has learned. As I have said, Galva is, while they're gone, probably, like, force-feeding him some hangover cures. Ugh. So he's awake. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Well, if he's just going to stay dead the whole time, she won't force him to get up. I don't know yet. I did roll a one. Yeah, this is one of the worst hangovers you've had in a while. I think he's having a very hard time physically sitting himself up. Does the aroma of coffee help? I don't know. Maybe. Make a roll. Let me roll a dice. Roll survival. Okay. Let's see if I can survive <laughs> this hangover. Not with another one! Oh Jesus. no! Oh my god! Not even this coffee could pierce the veil of this throbbing hangover. Oh my god! You just grab one of the cushions off the couch and bury your head. So, survival, I have a plus one, so it's a two. The air hurts. I oh, die. no. Buddy. <laughs> oh, what? Did someone poison me when I wasn't looking? I, I don't think so. Did you take a swig from my bottle at any point? Did I? I don't know. This what is do you have? Um, it's... It's strong. It's probably... Like, I, I told you, some of the drinking contests I've done probably would kill you um feels like i drank glass and shit and you know here let's alcohol let's get you drinking some water and water's good eating some carbs or something i will eat all the cars car <laughs> <laughs> yeah no yeah i will drink water and carbs so he's he's sipping water very carefully and eating a carb <laughs> one single carb <laughs> yeah like half a biscuit so is this before or after ao and finch return it sounded like it was before okay yeah just a little before so he's eaten whatever snacks they bought yesterday i don't know okay probably the scene you guys return to mm -hmm. how about that okay that sounds good zelaya sitting on the couch nursing a biscuit yeah and like a cup of water I hope we have painkillers. He needs those for his pain. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Just shoot him. Does Elias contemplate fireballing himself just to end it? Like, no more. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> well, no, because he might black hole and kill everybody. So yeah. no, he won't do that. Not in this expensive hotel. Jeez. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I think Finch walks in with AO. They have a look around. They see Elias. They see he's clearly nursing a hangover. Oof. Um, Captain, how, how I... are you feeling? No. I, I see. Right? No. Uh, not at all. 
Yeah. So Finch will put their purchases on the kitchen counter and they'll walk over to Zelias and they will very kindly and gently and not at all like an asshole cast Lesser Restoration. Aww. Which is basically you touch a creature and can end either one disease or one condition affecting it. The condition can be blinded, deafened, paralyzed, or poisoned. I'm going to go ahead and say a hangover is kind of <laughs> like being poisoned. That kind of sounds correct to me. I will allow it. Yeah. That is beautiful. We're just going to magic that away. <laughs> How are you feeling now, Captain? I think he looks astonished and baffled. Any better? He just grabs Finch by the hands like, You've got a magic hangover cure! Uh, it's it's called Lesser Restoration. I thought that was for, like, other shit. It, it's, it's a pretty wide-ranging spell. Um, I can make it do a few things that, you know, it doesn't do as written, um, you know, because I do a lot of reading. But yes, magic hangover cue. Oh my god, where has this been all my life? Why didn't my other clerics have this? I, I couldn't tell you, you'd have to ask them. <sighs> they didn't know about it. They're stupid. I'm kidding. Doc, thank you so much. You're a saint. You're welcome. And then I will let go of their hands, because that was weird. Yeah. And where's my biscuit? Ah, oh, there you are, biscuit! Now I will finish my biscuit. Hormf <laughs> <laughs> normf. That's the biscuit sound. Keep saying biscuit. <laughs> biscuit! Alright, you have managed to solve your idiot captain's hangover. <laughs> Good Hooray. job. This, Thanks, buddy. Level was... up. <laughs> no. Oh shit, I'm level 8 now. Fuck yeah! yes. This is a wise use of your time. And this this was. Absolutely. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed that scene. Yeah, alright. Are we gonna end the session with our Marg meeting? Go get Marg. Brunch with Marg. Yeah, now it's time for brunch with Marg. Time for brunch with, brunch Marg. with Marg. All we wanted for Christmas. Alright. So you guys head down to the restaurant. That's a very upscale sort of cafe. And it doesn't look like Marg's there yet. What? That's fine. We'll just get a table. So, when Marg does arrive, he is sporting a white leisure suit with a floral print button-up shirt underneath the blazer. Oh my god. Oh my god. god. Most of the buttons are undone to uh, reveal his very hairy chest. Ew. And oh he is... god. <laughs> Wax that, bitch. His hair is tied up in a very neat-looking top knot. Not his chest hair. No. <laughs> the hair on his head, not his chest hair. Okay. And he is sporting some very nice sunglasses. Some people are into hairy dudes, I guess. And on his belt is the fucking cutlass. That's good. No, that's fine. That's where it belongs. And he saunters in. He looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. And uh, he sees you, and he makes his way over. He, he takes a seat. He's like, ah, so you did decide to show up. Good. You're looking fancy, aren't you? I gotta dress the part if I'm gonna blend in with the uh, the eccentric crowd here. Plus, my employer's paying me pretty well. I might as well take advantage of it, yeah. Oi. <laughs> so, you want to help me get this relic? Sure. Well, I'm sure you have some questions, so I figured we'd have this little meeting, and I could keep you abreast of what I know. Oh, sure. I mean, yeah, that, that would be very helpful. Also, where's my omelette? Oh, you ordered already. Well, it's kind of rude to order when you're the rest of the party's not. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm very rude. Uh, <laughs> I do apologize for that. What do you all know of Zionisis? I ordered you a mimosa. Ah, where's my mimosa? It's on its way, probably with my fucking omelette. 
Anyway, as he asks, what do you know about Zionisis? I know that it's very expensive. I meant before all of this, the development and the resorts and everything. What do you know about the planet? Well, well, technically, it's not a planet. Let us roll a couple of dice and I'll tell you. Ant, what do I know about Zionisis? Roll me histories. Yay. It was a barren rock until Uh a conclave of druids came and saw, oh, look, this looks like a good place to grow some trees. So they grew some trees and other things. And then... um, That's right. We did do this history check before. I don't remember. And then the big capitalists moved in and were like, oh, this looks like a good vacation spot. We'll buy it off of you. And the druids were like, all right, yes. And then the druids sold the planet that they made and used the money that they earned to um, fund a marijuana thing. Very druidy. As you would. Yes, as could only be expected by a group of druids. It sounds like druids. Uh, I rolled a 19 history, but... Fucking Finch has us covered with I mean, yeah, a big the, brain. With a 19 and yeah, and a 16. Finch just basically recited pretty much what you know. Good. Yeah. I don't remember things from week to week. So, Finch, when you relay all of that, Marg nods approvingly. He's like, ah, I see there's one among you with a brain that actually knows a thing or two about history. That's why they're the doctor. Hmm. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make any <laughs> sense. That doesn't make any sense, but moving That's on. That's all right. <laughs> I'm not uh, here to think. I'm here to... Where's my omelet? The omelet, mimosa, and the rest of the food and everything arrive. Yay! <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so Mar goes, tell me, Doc, do you know what this moon originally went by before it became christened as Zionisis? Now that was not covered in the previous history roll. It was not. No. Now I will roll history. Oh, should we roll again? Well, no, this is this is specifically as to Finch. Finch is now rolling. And roll a dice. I rolled almost the highest number I can roll. And wow. I add a six to it. Twenty-five. Oh, nice. Okay. I think the only reason you know about this. Now, um, out of character, refresh my memory. Um, Finch's sister Phoebe is also a doctor, an uh, a um do we say an archaeologist? Archaeologist or anthropologist. She's interested in um dead societies, like extinct societies. Okay. That would it kind of goes hand in hand. Oh, you're both creepy. Um, Thanks. (laughs) So I think actually this is something that Finch would have heard about from their sister. Ah. And, you know, I'm sure they whittled away the many hours talking about all the fascinating researches and books that they've read. Mm -hmm. So there is a moon, or rather, let let me rephrase this. Zionisis was originally called Astagos. It was either a moon or a planetoid. There are no records of the planet it once orbited, but that's not because of, like, Ether Council suppression or anything like that. Mm-hmm. They just don't know where it came from. There's a lot of theories that speculate that it originated from outside of the Clockwork Nebula. And it's just sort of, it was passing through before the Druids found it. Just passing through. Oh, I mean, it was hurtling through space. Yes, I know. But the way you said that, it just made it look like it just, your sound like... It just kind of- just kind of moseyed through. Yeah, just moseying like a cowboy some, or something on his way to his next, I don't some know. Some druids fucking jumped it. You're in the wrong part of town, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to grow trees on you, son. <laughs> this town ain't big enough for the tree of us. Get yeah. the fuck out. Ayo, you just die. <laughs> no. You fucking no. die. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> well, Mog, I would tell you what I know about it, but it appears our fairy has mysteriously died, so hold on one moment. <laughs> uh, 
You fucking fall face down in whatever the fuck you ordered, whatever crepe or whatever Ao eats for breakfast and just died. <laughs> no, her crepe. <laughs> oh, crap. I'm kidding. Anyway. Well, yes, before it was Zionisis, it was called Astagos. Ah, you really know your stuff, Doc. I'm impressed. Thank, thank you. Well, then uh, I assume you also know that it's uh, not exactly known where Astagos came from. Yes, um, it was a wandering planet, and some believe that it came from outside the Clockwork Nebula. Right, well, if this moon or planetoid or whatever was at one point inhabited, then supposedly there's supposed to be some sort of relic or signs of civilization. Problem is, when those uh, capitalists you mentioned came in and uh, leveled the place to build their fancy resorts and everything, any signs of whatever used to be here, as well as the druid shrines that, you know, terraformed this rock, were all more or less destroyed. Now, my employer has it on good authority, though, that there's something here still, something that either wasn't found or was deliberately left behind. Now, I'm here to try and find it. I have a couple of leads, but the big problem is that... Wherever this is, it is under the control of a certain individual. Now, supposedly this individual knows where this relic is kept. Now, whether that means that this person has it in their possession, or they just know where the shrine is, I don't know. That's what we need to find out. So, let me ask you this. Have you ever heard of someone named Galdrith Alabarum? I don't know, Aunt. I need you to roll me intelligence checks. Everybody, everybody? Yeah. Everybody, he's, everybody. He's saying this to everybody. Is intelligence or like a memory thing? I mean, this is more current event stuff, so it's not history. Oh, oh, fair enough. Oh, okay. Nine int. I rolled a six. I got a 22. That's fine. Finch is more interested in history anyway, if this is a current Oh my figure. god, you guys. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I rolled a three and I add three. So six. I rolled a three and I subtract one. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, 22 for Jaboy. Okay. Zelias, you are the only one that recognizes this name. The rest of you have vacant stares. And Marg is a little surprised that you don't know who this person is. Okay. So, Zelias. Uh-huh. Galdrith is a golden dragonborn who has made a name for himself with his vast fortune and collection of antiquities. Okay. His family was supposedly the one who brokered the deal with the druids to buy Zionysus. So, he is a very wealthy land baron. Okay. Gold Rush, Alabama. Holy shit. That's his name now. <laughs> his name is not Gold Rush. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> there was no Gold Rush in Alabama. Um, I've, I've heard of him. Ah, well, Galdrith has a, uh, has a manor here. Hmm. On Zionysus. It's a bit of a vacation home. It's a bit of a resort country club sort of business. We need to break in there. We need <laughs> to find out if he knows where this relic is or if he even has it. So how do you all feel about breaking into his country club? I've broken into so many places, Marg. This will be cake. Well, this is going to take a little bit more finesse than your normal heist where you explode in cause a whole bunch of problems and then you're talking more of a stealth approach with the sneaky sneaky not the boom boom got you got you 
Well, he has some connections in the authority, from what I've heard, so... That's not shocking. Causing a major ruckus is going to bring the hammer down right on us. Mmm, yeah, don't like that. Nah, neither do I, and actually, <sighs> you coming to me was pretty fortuitous, because I was just wondering how exactly I was going to infiltrate. Hmm, okay. I mean, I stand out like a sore thumb. My face is plastered everywhere, so I don't know... Well, before we just barge in, I think we need to do a little bit of research. Since the three of you don't seem to know who Galdrith is, I think we should spend some time looking into his family, looking into his connections, seeing who he knows, and maybe we can, I don't know, pretend to have similar connections. It's, we'll figure it out as we go. We'll... <laughs> it won't be a problem. Mark is playing this very, very fast and loose, apparently. He has no idea what he's fucking doing. Be fair, we don't always know what we're doing either. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> we're good at pretending we do. We are good at pretending. Well, I'm yeah. good at convincing other people. Yeah, you are. That I know what I'm doing. Not always you guys. But once we get in there, once we find out what we need to know, hopefully, hopefully he's done the work for us and he has the relic and we could just take it and leave. But if not, uh, we have to try and find out what he knows without tipping him off that we're looking to get it. Right. I'm open to ideas and suggestions. Hmm. Well, I wonder, would it be a better idea to case the place first, see what we're up against, then figure it out from there? Uh, I've considered it, and I was planning on doing it alone, but if mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. four of you are going to join me, though, that makes things a little easier. I do have a fairy who's good at flying very high and uh, being unseen. So he reaches into the inside breast pocket of his blazer, and he pulls out what appears to be a pamphlet. Mm-hmm. And this is where I'm going to leave you guys with. Okay. Yay! He places it down and slides it forward. And the name of the resort is Mara Lagoon. Oh, <laughs> so angry. Can we, can we have a different name, please? Nope. nope. Oh, God. The Golden Dragonborn just. Nope. It is Mara, it is Mara Lagoon. So yeah, so next week you guys will case Mara Lagoon, maybe do a little bit more research on this relic, see what else you got going on here, maybe do some research into uh, Galdrith. But uh, to those of you who have joined us this long, uh, I can't believe you can stand us this this long, really. We're amazed. Um, but here. please, you know, the, the, the listeners, the, our, our good friends that have made it this far in the podcast and are not exhausted of our bullshit. Oh, God. What a superpower that must be. I know, right? But to those people who are made it this far, we really appreciate you. Please don't forget to follow us on Twitter at SlayRights. And don't forget to rate us, leave us uh, reviews on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, you know, the usual suspects. We will see you next time. Thank you very much for joining us and have a good one. <laughs>